Yo, what up, though? This Big Way Red, Funky Fresh in the Flesh. I'm DJ Butter, y'all. We got DJ King David in the house. What up, yeah. though? <laughs> and we got the one and only Mr. Tash from the Alcoholics. Yes, the yes. In the house. What up with you? I think it's Mike. Your mic muted. Let's get him unmuted. There you go. How about now? What's going on, y'all? Right, I, I chimed in when y'all said I'm this, and I was like, this DJ Tash from LA, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what's going on? Yeah. So that's yeah, what's well, up. So, yeah, yeah. you, uh, we was talking earlier. You said, so you from Ohio, right? Yeah, I was born in Ohio. Um, we migrated to LA. We, I moved to LA when I was 12. Okay. Yep, 12 years old. What part of Ohio? Columbus, the capital city with no basketball team. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no pro team, biggest city in Ohio. But. Right. Right, you still a Buckeye fan? Man, we might. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. He, he froze up on us. Hello? Yeah, yeah I mean, went yeah. black for a second, so I ain't know what was so, going on. Yeah, yeah, probably because we was talking about the Buckeyes. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I ain't sabotaging my shit, man. <laughs> okay, I got you, Detroit. All right. That's yeah. what's up. So for Columbus, it, it's funny, man, because when we was um, like when y'all first hit, man, like I'm I'm really I'm really an alcoholic fan, man. I don't know if y'all can see this. <laughs> this is my, this is my I just got the phone with him. I just got the phone with King T, like right before this and everything. That's man. what's up. Dope, dope, hey, dope. When this was our introduction to the licks, man, and it was like listening to y'all flow, man, it was something different. Like, I've been a King T fan forever, but it was like, man, y'all came on that motherfucker. We was like, damn, who is this? Then later on, we found out you from Ohio. We like, okay, this is Midwest shit. Mm -hmm. was yeah, it was kind of weird how that, that panned out because I think because my cousin, you know, DJ E Swift from the alcoholic. He from Toledo, you know what okay. I'm saying? So right. it was two okay. of us from Ohio, and we had been doing music before we met him. And I think that just because we didn't have the, like the strong LA accent, we weren't rapping about the same shit that everybody in LA was rapping about. We bought the Ohio roots to LA. It was you know we was into that New York type of hip hop when we moved out there, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. I'm saying out there because I'm in Vegas now. I, I live in Vegas. I've been out here right. for a minute, but um, okay. but um. I think that's what, what people noticed because we, we got a buzz, like we had a buzz before we met King T, you know, it was just me and Swift and there wasn't no group in there, but we just called ourselves Tash and Swift. That was it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Swift was a DJ that used to like, um, he had all this equipment and shit. He was, I don't know, he got his little saved up or whatever he did, but he had all this hell of a shit that nobody had, like these big, like, you know, the turntable crates and shit and the SB-1200s and beat machines and shit. And I'm thinking, like, where the fuck you getting all this money at? And <laughs> he still ain't told me that part. But he uh, he was, like, the popular nigga DJing and shit in L.A. And I went to live with him uh, when I was 16 or something like that. So we he was into the, you know, everybody grew up on LL Cool, LL cool J and all these different people, Run DMC and stuff like that. But it was like we was, we was in the middle of L.A., our hearts and hip hop was with the East Coast kind of because we was on the lyrical shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and I don't know. It just formed a fusion. It was like New York mixed with Ohio mixed with L.A. all in one. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Then we got right. J. Ro in there. He's like the most L.A. You know what I'm saying? He talk country and all that, man. But 
Right. You know, so he was like the the it was like the 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 opposite side of that. You know what I mean? Right. Like I rap fast, he rap slow. I do this, he do that. That was the perfect mix, though, man. Hey, when when the last time you've been to Cedar Point, Tash? <laughs> oh, the, what was the, uh, what's the name of that motherfucker? The beast. Nah, the beast was at uh, oh, the, what's the name of the motherfucker? The beast was at uh, Kings Island. Uh, see the point, nigga. I'll probably do diapers, man. Last time. I, I know I went to Kings Island a bunch of times in Cincinnati. Yeah, what's the big ass ride they had? The, 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 they had the beast at, uh, since at Kings Island. Okay, I remember getting on that motherfucker and never got on it again. It was raggedy, man. That what, what about the demon dropping at Cedar Point? Oh, the demon drop? <laughs> that was called. I probably just fucked with I ain't been there since I was 11, so I don't know. Right. I, I, I probably said, fuck that. <laughs> I went to Kings Island on my eighth grade trip. That shit was so loud. Oh, you did? Right. With the one in Ohio? Because there's a couple of them. Yeah, the one in Ohio. Yeah, yeah, we stayed the whole weekend. That shit was out cold. They got the equivalent of that. When I moved to LA, they got Magic Mountain. <laughs> right. Wow. Magic Mountain used to be, man, that shit used to be crazy, though. That was like the, I don't know, it was like they had these high school days when the, all the high school would go up there to be big ass yeah. bikes and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, um, so who, like, I know you mentioned like LL and Run DMC and all of that. Who was some of your influences coming up? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, I'm from Ohio, so you know I like that funk. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Gotta, gotta be rap music. Or, mm -hmm. I mean, I grew up like everybody else. I grew up got manned out. I grew up on um, Ohio players. Uh, you know, rap music is really what put me up on James Brown. Okay. <laughs> and all that <clears throat> and everything, but Bootsy and, <clears throat> you know, Lakeside. But as far as rapping goes, man, I, I had to say the same as everybody else pretty much. Uh, I think I wanted to be LL. When I was in high school, I was like, this nigga only one year older than me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he got all this shit. I'm like, I know I could do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wasn't in shape yeah. like that motherfucker, but I had, but see, that's funny though, because I, I my, 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 uh, my agent partner, um, DJ Sarge, me and Swift met him in like 1980, I say seven or something like that. Like we was in high school deep and um, he recorded our first demo and I just found, okay. The demo of me rapping at 15 years old, you know what mm. I'm saying? Wow! And I couldn't believe it because I was using big words like LL had his style and everything, but I was really trying to compete on that big word level and all that shit and everything. Yeah. Then I mix it with some street shit and everything, and I was like, "This why motherfuckers was fucking with me because like it sounds like some shit that I ain't trying to brag, but I rap way better then than I do now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> like, right? I was like a hell of a prodigy, and I didn't even know it. You know what I'm saying? But, um. But Swift and everything, um, uh, uh, he used to have all the records around the, the, the house. So I guess Biz Marquis beat the Make the Music to Your Mouth Biz. Yeah. That was one that I said, that that's to this day my favorite beat in hip hop ever. Oh, that wow. Shit. Yeah, that's the shit. But yeah. I wrote some shit to that beat and Swift liked it. And so I used to carry this nigga crazy. I used to carry Swift crazy to the party just so I could get in free and <laughs> shit. Right. He lived with, I mean, I lived with him and shit, him and his pop shit, but. Like, I used to have to work, dude. Work my keep and shit, because he was like the star back then and shit. But he let me get on the mic and say that rap over the Biz Marquee beat. And I never looked back, man. Like, that was it. That's dope. That was From that dope. point on, it was like, this shit is for me. Like, it was, but I had a musical backup. I mean, background. My mother, she used to work for Al Green and shit okay. back in the day. So, um, you know, I was on tour with him. Me and his son, Poopy Richard. He was on, I mean, Norman. We was on tour when we was kids and shit. So music has always been in me, you know what I mean? 
his enemy, not on me. <laughs> right. The, uh, when was the first time y'all toured toured in Detroit? Uh, I think there was the first one. I think the first one we did in Detroit. I'm, I was telling Butter this too. We used to do this spot called the St. Andrews Hall. We used to do that motherfucker like back to back for a minute. Mm. Like every time we dropped a single, they would bring us back like two or three times for that. You know what I mean? We were there. <laughs> oh, y'all was there for that? Yeah. 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 We did that motherfucker more than like four times. We did like at least yeah. four. But then we used to go like to the hip hop shop out there. The, uh, we were talking about this too. The Maurice Malone little, little hip hop shop where they rapped yeah. that is it. We were talking about that before <laughs> there. That's yeah, what I knew Detroit could rap, though, nigga. I was like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. We, was all, we was all there. Oh, y'all yeah. know yeah. <laughs> Hey, you yeah. want you want to know something? Uh, rest in peace to Proof, but one of it, it was two instrumentals that would get everybody going. It was the Onyx instrumental for, what was it, Last Days, yeah. and the instrumental for Damn. Yeah. When Damn came on, everybody <laughs> wanted to grab the mic. Right. That's yeah, just hard. <laughs> That's what yeah. it'll be, but you can tell, like, with that bass line, dude. It don't, don't, yeah. That's the Ohio shit right there. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's hey, what, what's the key to y'all brotherhood, man? Y'all, y'all, y'all never really put out in the press, you know, a, a disbandment, you know what I'm saying? And y'all always gave off good energy, man. You know what? Uh, I mean, we just one of them groups. I just think that, like, like, we look at it like, like, if you hear. And you blessed to, you know, still be doing this shit and everything. Like everybody's so like nowadays generation and shit. Like I heard like somebody was calling them the um uh, the the mean agers. They ain't the teenagers, they're the mean agers and mm. shit, shooting and killing and all this shit, whatever. Mm -hmm. But the whole thing is like this, man. Like we um we was friends first, you know what I'm saying? And cousins and shit and this and that. And King T used to DJ for J Roll and all this. So we go back. Longer than just some cake mix made up shit. Like, oh, he could rap, he could rap. Y'all should rap together and all this shit. Right. You know, a lot of goods get put together like that. And then when that money comes, then you see who really was fucking with who. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. chances are, that's what the, the money is the rule. It's either bitches or the money that's gonna break up any cracking ass group. You know what I mean? Right. Like, mm. you know. But I just think that um, we ain't we ain't bitter, man. But God bless us with an opportunity and some talent and all this shit, and we trying to make the most of it. We realize that it's better to to get along and get the money than to be like, man, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and then right. you know the whole brand goes down the drain, right? You know, cause we've been doing this for twenty five years, so it's, it's a legitimate brand now, you know, and you know we ain't want to fuck that up. Even though J Roll ain't even tripping, and he ain't really rapping. I don't know if he's rapping, tell you the truth, but we we do the shows and do these tours and shit. We just did a whole summer's worth of shit. And East Swift is the head of sounds at East, at the um, MGM. Oh, okay. He has hotel yeah. and all that shit. So well, he was doing, like he got a staff that works for him. I went up there tripping like, look at look at what like this. They got <laughs> they with the staff shirts and he got the main shirt on with the big like telling people what to do and shit. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nigga, what my what my WrestleMania tickets? Nigga? <laughs> 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 he be doing sounds and shit like that and Selena Dion. Let's go. I like man. Hey, Tash, I always wanted to ask you, like, how did y'all hook up with King T and and actually DJ Pooh too? How did that come about? Uh, like I said, King T, J Roll, the rapper from the Alcoholics, King T uh, used to be J Roll's DJ. Okay. When I was young and shit, right? So they they was living you ever heard of a place in California called Bacoima? Nah. Really, mm. really. J-Roll and Whack 100 is the crack. <laughs> that's the crack. 
ones from there. You know what I mean? Okay. But wow. I, it's smart. My boy smart that, that work with me. I Wait, hold, hold on. I got to go. You said King T was DJing for J-Roll? Yeah. And this place called the, they used to go to this place called the Feeler Shop where they used to sell like the hip-hop gear and they used to do shows there. And Scotty D from Compton and Taylor yeah. from King T. I call him Taylor, but King T from Compton. They used to go to the spot. Then Taylor, he moved to the, the Bequema. But he had all Compton coming to Bequema and all this shit. But it was like more like um, King T. I don't know how, because King T was doing shit like when I was a kid, kid. You know what I'm saying? King right. T was, he was cracking when, when I was in the eighth grade. So he must have been in, I think T was in high school when he was dropping the records though. So he's just a little bit older than me. But um, our cousin, I mean, we call him Cousin Kev, but he, um, this guy I used to hang with, I went to high school with, Cousin Kev knew J-Roll, I believe. Then he bought me and Swift to J-Roll. Then J-Roll like, you ain't gonna believe who my homeboy is. And King T was cracking by this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we was like, shut the fuck up. He was like, I'll take you over there right now. And the whole, I'm just gonna give you the, the bottom line of how I think this whole shit transpired with us getting on and all that. Oh, he faded out. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. Man, I would have never, I would have never thought King T was DJing for J. Row. Yeah, that was, that was, that's that was heavy right there. Yeah, yeah, that was super heavy. Man, we gotta talk about that uh, rap life, that rap life album in a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. I listened to that album last <laughs> night. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't never had that happen. What, what was happening on your end? Somebody called my phone. Yeah, your um, do shit. I couldn't pick up the phone. I couldn't tell him call back. I couldn't do nothing. Yeah, your audio went out, but your video still out too. So I oh, y'all see me camera. looking confused in the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> your video out. We still can't see you though. Right now you can't. Yeah, no, nah, no. Hold up, real quick. Okay, you send it to me on this link right here. Hold up. All right. You oh, you had popped out and popped in, so he'd be back in. King Davey D. In the place to be. All right, there you go. Man, I don't know what the what the <laughs> hell hey, just happened. Shit, that's technology. That's that Max Hedrum shit. <laughs> that's me not doing the technology. I was like, man, what do I do? I was like, if I put this button, my hang up on the whole shit. But right. what was we at, man? That, you telling us about um linking up with King T. And, oh, yeah, um, okay, so... So that's what happened. King T, oh, that's the uh the whole the whole moral to the story is that we got to know King T. We used to go to shows with him and we weren't even we weren't a part of his shit. It's just that um, you know, we knew J Roll and shit. So we, we was young, we weren't even supposed to be in the clubs, like 21 and over. We was like 18, 19 wow. and shit. But um what happened was we was hanging around him and shit and this and that, but people don't Swift is nice on the cuts, but really what he was known for too was he was nice on the cuts, like the haircut. Oh wow. So what happened was people why do people always say that? What happened was and all that shit. But anyway, <laughs> uh King T he invited, I mean he didn't invite him. He Swift was cutting his hair, he was his barber and shit, right? So he was cutting King T hair, and then King T got a call from somebody, I guess, and he um basically was supposed to go on this tour with Too Short and Ice Cube and some other motherfuckers and shit. And the first day was the next day. And somebody called King T and said, hey, man, you're, you're DJ. And people were saying that, but I don't know the truth. So I ain't gonna, I'm just going to tell you what the rumor was. The DJ that was in the Active Food video, and um, 
I ain't gonna mention his name because I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not or whatever. They say your DJ smoking, you know, smoking crack. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he ain't gonna be able to make the tour. And the whole thing was J Roll see Swift cut every day. So as soon as that was in the air, J Roll was like, Tia, the, the 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 answer to this problem is sitting right next to you and shit. So wow. KT wow. has some turntables. He let Swift do his little wiggy wiggy and right. They said, you know, that motherfucker was up out of here. And Swift came home packing this shit, nigga. Like I'm out tomorrow, nigga. Right. Watch the eat get Swift. <laughs> yeah. so hey, I had you to wait that one out. I had to wait that one out. But when he got back. He was officially King TTJ. Wow. So next thing you know, we all all in the same gang on Arsenio Hall and yeah, all this nigga yeah. videos and we opening up. I mean, not opening up, but hype manning for him and shit. People don't realize <laughs> one of the best <clears throat> dancers to ever fuck with hip hop dancing is one of the best MCs right now to fuck with hip hop dancing. People don't realize when well, we me and J Boy used to hype man for King T, this dude named Dags and Razcast was our dancers. Oh, uh, I don't know if you heard the rapper Razcast. We talk about fucking up on some dancing, man. Cause I tell you that all the time. I say, Raz, man, you should incorporate shit that dancing in your new shit because nigga, you want. He like, man, fuck no. That nigga used to run up to the wall, flip off the wall, land, dance, do the split wow. off this shit. Like, wow. I don't know what's up with you. I say, nigga, you, you you should incorporate that shit, but he he's over it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey man, shout out to King T, man. I I remember, I I remember like some years after uh, Bass was out the video. I remember watching it back, and I'm like, damn, that's DJ Quick in the audience and shit. Yeah, the crowd. But it it was cool to see him put y'all on and and bring y'all on. And now you you doing the same thing for other people, man. So that lineage is is still continuing, man. Yeah, man. Um, shit. Like the whole thing is that's what I, I. That's another Ohio thing too, man. We 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 orient. We friends, friend, family, loyal, family orientated motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So right. if I have an opportunity to help somebody, you know what I mean. I'd rather go that route than you know than be like, oh, I'm big shit and you're not. And all that. <laughs> right. Crazy. Right. It's, it's weird. Right. Right. It's a weird game we're in right now because it's like a whole bunch of people think they big shit. I play it yeah. off like I don't know what the fuck is up. I just be like, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But in my mind, I'm just thinking, I'm just letting him, I'm letting this nigga be yourself. Just be yourself because it's going, you know, you, that's what I do. I let people <laughs> be themselves to once they play themselves, they know that they know that I know now, you know. Right. I, I know yeah. that didn't make any sense, but to me, it did. <laughs> that's so, that's nah, right. I got my man V. Hey, V1C just say he 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 tapped in too. That's the yeah, they on. Oh. I see him in there. We gonna bring him on. Man, so far over two. Let me ask you too, real quick, Tash, because me me and Butter we and and Dave too, but me and Butter was tight, and we just always was big fans of, of West Coast MCs that had bars as well. Mm-hmm. But my top five, you can. People will ask me anytime. My top five, especially West Coast MCs, always included you, King T, and Threat. <laughs> so, anybody know where Threat is at? Because I, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, the threat. Threat was in the same spot he was in. Like, I'm promo Threat. I was about to say I was on that one, but I wasn't on that one. But threat, yeah, threat. I go all the way back wow. with Threat, man. Like. Threat people, people like put this way. Um, 
Threat, MCA, and King T rapped on our demo tape before we had a deal on one wow. song. You know what I mean? Like, right. they must have saw something. They didn't want no money. No, no. Well, we was fucking with King T, but you know, um, we never put that shit out. But Threat was definitely like that. That's who I used to. Um, like you know how you you know how you um. I mean, I don't know how it is now, but how they used to, like, if you get in a room and there's MCs in the room, it's yeah. a competitive thing, but it's a, a, a good competitive. Like, if you play basketball and say you go one-on-one -on -one with your homeboy and he gets you, be like, give me the ball back. You know what I'm saying? And all that shit. You know what I mean? Like, me and Threat used to write a lot of shit for a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> and, I know. You know, and so we, we used to always, you know, spar and everything. But really, to tell you the truth, that's the question you asked me earlier, who was my influences? Definitely Threat was one of them. Cause I was with him every day, and I just like, damn, how this nigga that's crazy deliver his <laughs> shit like that, but he don't like I don't know. He, he developed his own shit, and I just you, was like, damn, dog, you just made my day with that. <laughs> like, yeah, I was there. I was there for a lot of shit with him, and you know, he's a great dude. He does. Um, he's doing. He lives right by the airport. Um, the LA, okay. LAX and shit. He got a uh, 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 what's those little like the the little miniature lowrider cars and shit like that, like the. Like all the the toys, uh, yeah. like the little gas cars and shit. Yeah, he got low yeah. rider ones. He got the little medium sized ones and shit that you could like. Okay. What's clear? We got a, a, a horses with them motherfuckers. But um, he working on the LA Zoo album right now. That's what Mayhem said. Oh, so. dope, dope, oh that's dope. dope. So I I just had to bring that up because that's always gonna be my favorite rapper though. Oh man, we because we all listen to Ice T, Ice Cube, N.W.A. A lot, I of threat, a lot of threat up in them names. You just, yeah. <laughs> I never threat. wanted to be gangster until I heard threat. <laughs> <laughs> he said he won't be that. that nigga's, that's yeah. what, tell you the truth, I'm, I'm going to speak on it because that's the homie. But a lot of people say that he would have been the next Ice Cube, the next, you know, this, yeah. that, whoever. But he kept going to jail. You know what I mean? He yeah, he went to jail. He got out of the jail. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. And, you know, he, he had to sit down right in the peak pinnacle. That's what I'm telling my homeboys that's out there doing anything, do one or the other. Leave the rap shit alone till you get the money to do your, you know what I'm saying? Right. Don't try to do both because you're going to be bad as right. fuck when you railroad yourself. You sitting there like, damn, I'm about to just make that laugh instead of that right. Mm. You know? It's all about I'm time. one of the people ahead of time, man. It's way more fun. I looking over your shoulder and all this shit. Yeah. Because, you know, I ain't never even liked that type of life. So when I'm with niggas, like, why am I getting in a car with a nigga with bulletproof glass in the car like that you know what i'm saying <laughs> like what the fuck is okay you know but that's just me loving my life that's it hey you know what i want to say when uh when, when easy e started off his album and he said compton michigan Compton, Michigan, nigga. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> man. It's really Michigan. Compton, Michigan, though. <laughs> yeah. I knew it, it was. See, I knew he was going to say that. I used to wonder that. I man. We used to think King T was from Compton. We was like, but where's the palm tree? You know, where the palm, why is the palm trees there? It was so. <laughs> you thought you were Compton, Michigan? Yeah, man, we thought oh, everybody from, from Compton, you know, just to, what Easy was saying, Compton, he kind of confuses on the map. You know, we look <laughs> yeah, at Compton wasn't really cracking right back there. <laughs> right. It wasn't like that. that but let me shout out somebody else, too, <clears throat> LA legend. Cause you bought a threat and pool and all these different people. Shout out Mixed Master Spade, man. That's the, oh yeah, yeah. That's who I think yeah. the world needs to to go back and listen to. That nigga used to cheer us up, man. Like that was the funniest fun motherfucker. Recipe Spade though, but that's where it all came from. Was what I'm hearing. You know? mm. That's funny. Yeah, hey man, we um we were sitting here tripping because they did the Loud Records tribute. 
Yeah. And, um, I ain't see the licks on there, man. But that's how that's what I told across the and shit. But you know, we we text nowadays. You don't pick up the phone for me because you know I was gonna say some shit like that. But right, we got so many calls about this. Shit. I'm I'm cool. I don't, I don't give a fuck because okay. we know what we did and the people that really was there know what we did and all that. So it's just like you. That's what you always gonna get in this business is unloyal, ungrateful, unders, undat. You know what I mean? Everybody right. knew we started loud records. You know what I'm saying? Right. Y'all gonna have the, the three six mafia. <laughs> yeah, Even though yeah. I love the three six mafia, but they ain't started, you know what I mean? Right. And this and that. I'm saying I'd rather be the three six mafia and the licks, you know what I'm saying? Right. But, yeah. You know, I ain't just putting it on them though, but you know, Raekwon said he um stood, I mean Inspector Deck told us that him and Raekwon stood up for us and was like, What the fuck with the licks and all this? And it has some long ass excuse about exhibits people didn't uh uh, BT people that fuck with exhibit people and they put us in that mix and all and I was trying to tell them man all that all that whatever nigga you know what I'm saying like right y'all y'all didn't put us on there so that's the bottom line so all the this and that don't even matter no more you know what I mean like right. that made them look bad not us you know but right y'all have right. been great to be there I was one of the first groups to pop off for loud records yeah, yeah but it's like when they did that big ass loud reunion shit and remember it was a big ass concert we did that and um Times Square and um, um um I forgot the name of the building, the famous ass building, the um oh Radio City Music Hall. Okay. Sold yeah. out, but the motherfuckers put us on when the when the when the people was still walking people to their seats and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, you know right. the movie theater be lit and then it gets dark <laughs> and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. They put us on when the shit was still lit, niggas sitting down and everything. So I started getting mad, man. But I'm not a mad right. man. I just started getting mad, man. And. I don't know, man. I just want to feel in that shit. I just want to get the fuck out of there, man. Like, right. Yeah, that ain't cool. This is, this, and then everybody said we rocked it, though. I'm going to put some posters up because somebody just sent me some footage from there. But I'm going to mm. show you how they did us. Then I'm going to show you how they did them. You know what I'm saying? Whoever right. it was. Like, they, it was just, but I ain't even tripping. I don't even give a fuck about all that no more. It's like, now open the door for us to go be our own men. You know what I'm saying? Our own self. Right. I don't look back at it. I don't, they don't owe me nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right, but, I, but see, that's what I'm saying. But I know Steve Rifkin, so I know who you are, and I know what you're about, and I know, you know what I mean. Right. So he already know what what's on. This a family show. Yeah. No, this is this, this for everybody. A <laughs> so this, we we are a family. Like the like <laughs> joint I have my hands, man. <laughs> nah, man. go ahead. <laughs> Just tell him it's CBD. <laughs> hey, hey, Taz, these two smoke like these two smoke like. I chimneys, bet you they don't smoke more than the nigga about to get on the, on this line. I bet you. <laughs>
uh, rappers slash singers slash uh, the man wears many hats, but that's Southside right there. That's my brother. That's my Stop it there, y'all. What, what, what up, bro? What up, dog? And I brought him on here so we could tell you about this new movie he's starring in that I went to the premiere, and it's a, a blockbuster, man. It's a classic it's called Ron Nixon. But yeah, tell us about the movie. Uh, man, it's it's epic. Uh, tell you the truth, um, I built a, a camaraderie with this whole entire family um i was uh probably like two two thanksgivings ago first and foremost y'all my name's so fine i'm from san diego california i apologize my so fine i'm from san diego california y'all can find me on right west coast uh, you know um <laughs> but i was at my mom's house in texas um a couple summers ago and i got this phone call from a guy direct he was like, man, I, I've been peeking your Instagram and I got this role. I feel like you would be perfect to play. <laughs> so he chopped me the sides and I read them. And it was crazy because I'd never been in a movie before. And um, maybe like a week before that, um, I went to go interview Kabi Supreme from All Money In with mm -hmm. my boy, uh, Joe Black, high end radio. Shout out to Joe Black. And uh, they was like, man, you know, we instantly linked. Like, man, I want you to come. We finna do this video, you know, for Nip. And I want you to come and be part of the shit. I'm like, yeah. And then like the day that he wanted me to come for the video, you know, my boy Sky called me. He was like, yo, we're going to be filming. I need you to be here. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm, I'm so West Coast, bro, in my head. I'm like, there's no way hell I'm going to miss this Dipsy Hustle video, right? But I heard this voice like, you know, drive straight when it's time to get to that 15 in split. And I, I, I drove straight. Probably the best yeah. decision I ever made, you know mm. Well, well, do you do you go off the uh, when you reading the papers a lot? Do you you go off the cuff sometimes? You you what you call you call an add on or pantomime or what whatever you know going off the, you know freestyle sometimes or um, how natural is it is acting hard for you? Bro, I ain't gonna lie. Like at first, I was terrified, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was terrified, bro, because <laughs> but when I first got here, just a quick little story. When I first got there, um, you know, before he had gave me the line. Memorize, but he only gave me like three lines. And then once I spit the lines and, and they gave me the role, they gave me like the whole script, right? So I'm reading right. the script. It's like, I'm like lip syncing everybody's lines and shit, right? I didn't, I'm, I'm a rapper, so I didn't memorize the shit, but he didn't give me my lines. He gave mm. me somebody else's lines that he wanted me to do. So when it when it got there, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know what to do, right? So I hopped in my car and I panicked. I'm like, I'm finna leave. <laughs> <laughs> But it was like, in reality, it was, I wasn't finna make myself look crazy. But, right. I, like, Leroy, I was about to run, bro. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Looked look down and read the lines. And I was like, bro, this is regular shit. This is everyday shit. This is really my life. And I just, mm -hmm. one paragraph at a time, I looked. And I'm like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. And I, I, I hopped out the car actor, bro. That's dope. Yeah, Real that's dope. So who in the film with you? Oh, man. Um. So it's it's me, it's uh Lil Fizz from Love and Hip Hop, um, Supergroup B2K. Um, we got um Wavy Jones that played uh Biggie in the biopic, which was super big. Mm -hmm. Um we got Apple Watson there before she had her accident, super big. Um uh, yeah. was the main dude that got out of jail? I gotta tell them about him. What's that I, guy's name? Back um we got um Jordan Lee Brown, he was um the main main bad guy main actor he won um best new actor award at the um at the michelle film festival uh, we got nominated seven times won two awards best editor best new actor um we got a little kid um he's like like nine or ten um 
This little dude is so vicious. He's on the set reading like Tom Clancy books and shit like this. Um, wow. Roll Nick. Uh, we got CC. We got who you talking about, Tash? Who's in jail? Nah, that was you already said it. The dude that got out that was looking for the little boy. I mean, it's not oh, the little boy. Oh, yeah. Gordon Lee Brown, he plays, plays Slice. Um, so we got nominated. It's a killer movie, though. I just gonna tell y'all that, man. It's a, it's a, it's a definitely, you're gonna see this a lot of so far. That's one. He plays a crip. <laughs> right up his alley. You know he what I'm saying? <laughs> so, hey, state the name of the movie, too, again. When is it coming out? It's called Run Nixon. Um, BET actually purchased the movie, so it's going to be streaming on BET Plus um, for a little bit. It's going to go to Netflix after that. Um, they actually just released the movie for a month or two. I first time being in something. I don't know what the process is. but And they're going to be filming um, Run Nixon 2 pretty soon. You know what I'm saying? So a little birdie told me. You know what I'm saying? So it should be up. That's dope. dope. And this dude right here next to him, V1C. Salute, salute. Reason, salute. Reason, the reason mm -hmm. I, I really fuck with him is because he remind me of some dudes that I I helped along the way. Let's put it like that. Mad Lib, E Swift, and 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 um uh 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 theory has it. Them oh, okay. three dudes, man, something about it. I see something, you know what I mean? When I see it, I know what I see, but it, it takes the rest of the world to, you know what I'm saying, to 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 see what I see. I, th I think this dude about to be the next premiere. Put it that way. Damn. Yeah, okay. Man, yeah, Jay, Jay Dilla is our homeboy, man. That's when he like said that type of vibe. Like that yeah. type of vibe. Yeah. Hey, you want to go play with him? I bet you whatever you play right now ain't whack. I bet you that. Mm. Nah, but. never mind. That's an interview. It'll take too long. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ever see some simulations at Detroit and Oakland, man? Like you ever been to Detroit or hurt, you know? Yes, I do. But yeah. see, I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know what's the because they don't really dress alike. They don't really yeah. talk alike. I don't know what it is. It's the I don't know if it's a hustle mentality. I don't know if it's the it ain't the scenery. I don't think because the bay look like the bay. They, I don't right. know why do you think Oakland and, and that's like a hub city of each other. Like they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's some of the some of the slang. It's not the exact slang, but it kind of got the same kind of style to it. You know what I'm saying? And even like some of the cars we drive, all that stuff, man. It's the old school cars and it's the funk yep. music. And mm. it's a serious demeanor amongst it's some, folks. That's folks. It. Very mm. demeanor. So yeah. fine said that the demeanor, that's what it is too. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's dope. Man, name name one of your favorite tracks, man, uh, that that you heard that kind of motivated you to be a producer. Uh New York State of Mind, even being from the Bay, but D DJ Premier. Wow. Uh, New York State of Mind. Uh, and then, you know, I came up through Digital Underground. They kind of took me on the, on tours and yep. That's right. Right. Wow. backstage. So, so, Shock G, uh, Too Many Tears, uh, So Many Tears. Oh, he, too he, he used to He used to play, he would, uh, do the show, do all the hits, and then during the show, he would just play so many tears on the keyboard. Mm -hmm. And then that's and then he would bring, you know, it, it'd be a hundred niggas in the bay trying to get on. So backstage, so he would bring certain people on, and then you just have to know your rap. 
And then that's kind of how I started. That was my first. <clears throat> that was my first show. So far, so far, of course, you know what I'm saying? We we toured with Digital for the longest and everything, but so far we're great friends with Shock G too. Like wow. You know, that's what I think told me when he when he passed, and you know, we took wow. that super hard, but you know, he, he still rides for Shock. We all do, you know what I'm saying? Like, like never let his legacy die. That was, that was, that was a, yeah, I did like three songs with Shock G. He taught me how to he taught me some production uh techniques, mixing, mastering techniques. Um just you know, sitting in the sitting in the van, the airplanes, the hotel. You you would think, what is he talking about? What would he be telling you? You know what I'm saying? And he would just mm -hmm. be spitting straight just knowledge, just like you yeah, right. do that. He'll be telling you not to do. I'll I'll be hyphy, and he'd be like, nah, nah, nah. We gotta do it. <laughs> don't be don't be hyphy. Do it like this. So that's you know. And I started producing because I couldn't get. I didn't know the business and I and I got caught up with getting beats from a bunch of people without having a uh no deal, no contract, no, right. no paperwork, no no agreement. So they would just be like, "Oh, I see you rocking with Shock and, and Money B. Man, take these beats." And then later if I make a, you know, if I do something tight with it, then it might it might cost a little bag. So Right. So I said, let me get in, let me get in there, get in, and start studying, and make my own beats. Right. So you you good on the piano? You a piano man yourself? Yeah, yeah. I, I played uh, in in school. I played the violin. I had a piano oh, at the house. My grandmother used to have a, a piano, mm. and uh, I played the violin because I didn't want to put my mouth on none of the instruments. But I don't know, you know, you 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 carry that over to the to these uh programs, you know, and and even before that, but like NPCs and different different programs, uh, reason. It's, it's easy to it's easy to use if you know how to use instruments. Mm. If you know if you know singing and tones and different stuff like that. So I do a lot of sampling and stuff, but then you got to be careful with that too. Right. So I so I figured out a way to make my uh, samples my stuff. Like if right. like I might write a verse and or somebody else did, and I'd be like, "Oh, you said that was dope. What you said right there. I'm gonna take that little part and put it in the." On the hook and the scratches or something like that. Right. So I, I would sample my own material so we don't have it's, it's all in house. Smart. That's dope. dope. That's smart. Dope. Yeah, that's dope. Hey, I'm actually out of Detroit right now. Um, <clears throat> it's a female out there that just did a movie name called Get Paid. It's on Tubi. Have y'all seen that? Get Paid. Um, no, not yet. We're going to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, I think her name is China. Her name is China, and then uh, I got a dude out there named Frank Brown in St. Louis, and he out there in Detroit messing with messing with the dudes, um, the acting in the acting little circle out there, and they they about to bring me out there actually um, doing something with T Grizzly. Okay, oh, that's dope. All right, that's dope. I'm about to come hey, out there too because I got a um, I be talking back and forth to Royce the Five Nine. Okay, okay. and that's I told him because I got this this hat on my head, this shit right here, this is my clothing company. It's called Live Victorious. 
it's out in oh. Las Vegas, but um, uh, basically it's a um, it's a clothing brand and everything, but it, it has a whole message behind. It. I, I'll get y'all the information to the website so you can check out and read this long ass story of what it's really about. But um, okay, we just sent we just sent Royce another box of that shit, but he, we fuck with him. But he, when we was talking, he was like. And he used to come out here, so I guess he has a compound out there or something in the dig. Yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. lives in some place yeah. out there called uh I think the place is called uh, Heaven, Heaven Studios. Heaven, yeah. Heaven, Studios. Heaven Studios. But it's like Birmingham, Detroit or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's 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 north of Detroit, it's in the suburb of Detroit, probably mm -hmm. about like eight or nine miles north of the Detroit border. Right. So yeah. Right, but I don't think that's where he live or no shit. I just think I don't mm. know. He just said the, the PO tip was out there. The right. PO box to send and shit to. I don't know. But anyway, man. Uh, man, talk about that. Man, Tash, I didn't mean to cut you, man. Talk about that uh that rap life album, man. Um MCs uh, on, on golf carts with Dayton's and you and Ray Crumbs. <laughs> yeah, and I ain't, um, no cap. I directed that video. Wow, Chris Robinson, he got the credit for it, but we, wow. I bought the ideas to him and he bought them to life, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's dope. It was a trip because the dames with the limewood shit, that was just a last minute shot in the dark, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> the whole thing, we already had the limewood scene and shit, and the motherfucking, um, we had all these props and shit that was in the back of this truck to bring to the video thing, and I looked. And you know how the, the, the Dayton don't have no they don't have no lugs and shit got like the, the circle, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you got to use the hammer. And I looked and I saw the lawnmower. I said, nigga, this look just like the and I said, wait a minute. I said, who got some days? I had a homeboy, he has he had four days that was in his corner of his garage stacked up, just waiting to put on something. I said, wow. bring me one. He bought one day over there. That motherfucker fit. Wow. He was like, oh shit. But that was like, I think niggas knew me more for that than they did the album and shit. <laughs> like they ain't even come up and say, hey nigga, good album. They come up and say, oh, hey nigga, I saw Raekwon up in there with they say none of that shit. They was like, nigga, the Dayton's on the llama. And that was like a big deal with LA and shit. And they said, like, nigga, the Dayton's. <laughs> but you got to watch what you do because see that that little shit right there that was a shot in the dark and it worked but yeah see, when i threw the when i when i thought about oh i want because everybody that knows me knows i love sharks and all this other shit from the child mm -hmm. but i said i want a, a great i said i want a shark to swim in the pool mm -hmm. and chris robinson said okay we're gonna make it happen and then i didn't pay no more attention to it Nigga, this motherfucker pulled up with like this truck, nigga, with this fake ass shark on the back. <laughs> this nigga, wow. That one thing cost like seven grand for this one. I said, man, fuck yeah. this truck. <laughs> like, seven thousand. Like, nigga, it was a big rig and shit. I was like, damn, man. It, it was wow, only, damn. You only saw that shark for two seconds in that video. I wow. threw the meat through the shark. And that was about it. I was like, man, you gotta watch this. <laughs> right. <laughs> that video ended up being a grip, nigga. That's it. The video was at Muhammad Ali house. Wow. Yeah. Muhammad Ali had to go find something to do while Raekwon filming. <laughs> My house wow. was some wow. other motherfucking famous motherfucker there. Raekwon, the scene wow. was standing in front of that was Muhammad Ali house. In, I mean, uh, um, right off of Wilshire, that little area over there, that little nice shit over there. That's um, crazy. Yeah, the champ, man. Yeah. So that, that that video got a lot of history, though. I, yeah. crashed, a Cor I crashed my Corvette there that day. <laughs> I used to drink a lot, Race. man, in case I didn't hear that. That's crazy. Hey, you your your son rap right? too, right? No, my daughter. Your daughter, okay. Mm. Yeah. I stopped smoking cigarettes on the first, and I've been smoking one black amount a day. I just get it, put it out, 
let it smoke it, put it out. You know what I'm saying? So hey, you be you be freaking that bitch. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> you be freaking the black of mom. Freaking it, what you mean? Hell, man. I just started smoking these two nah. days ago, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, got, you, gotta show, you gotta show what you mean, dude. And niggas in the hood take the back now, they be doing all this shit. Oh, yeah, and they pull the inside out. <laughs> and all this shit. Oh, that's deep. I'm about to quit this. <laughs> what would look like freaking the black of mom? <laughs> <laughs> the cheapest shit on itself, I'm over here freaking it. Nah, nigga. <laughs> If you go back to Ohio, a young nigga gonna be front of the corner store for the black and mild. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the niggas do, man. I go to, I told That's somebody, crazy. I said, nigga, if I go back to Ohio right now, we get off the plane, I bet you I can go to my old hood and I bet you. I can tell you everybody that's gonna be standing outside this one store and I tell you everybody how they're standing. Like they've been doing it since I was a kid, nigga. And I'm 50. You know what I'm saying? And it never fails. This niggas is older, doing the same shit. And for the fake cold barbershop. I'm like, nigga. Wow. Y'all been since I was in the eighth grade. I've been since I was in the eighth grade. Hey, so fine. I wanna ask you, uh, tell me something. Um to guys that you you mentioned copy supreme earlier <coughs> you know those guys got uh businesses in the neighborhood him along with nipsey and those guys you know talk about how important that is you know even for you know just for the communities you know worldwide and just even just um the fear that uh it gave you know seeing nipsey pass at his business how still important it is to keep going you know what i'm saying um, cause I, I think one of the biggest, yeah, Cobby's still moving, you know? No, yeah, absolutely. We, um, it's crazy you said that because that's actually where he wanted us to meet him at. He wanted us to meet him. They had just opened up, um, all money and kids, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, APN kids. Um, and it was an offshoot. So Cobby, he, he, he literally sat there and told us, bro, he said the reason why they got all that shit, the the Adidas and the the Puma deals. I mean, and um and and the music and all that shit still was because Nip set that shit up for them. Nip mm-hmm. felt that it was so important um that being gang members, growing up there, grandparents and our cousins and aunties still being there, um, still owning pieces of the section, right? Right. We took so much section, we need to give back to the section. Um, and that means if your neighbor struggling with some groceries, help them put their groceries in the house or take out the trash to the curb or, you know what I'm saying? So when Nip got his, his, his revenue up big enough to, to put something, he wanted to put something there in the hood. He didn't want to leave the hood. He wanted to put something there in the hood that people could go to and be like somebody did something for us. So, um, like, when we when we do shit, when, when we do these these big things, like, like right now, um, Tash knows uh, – you know, we give out a lot of food through Amazon. You know what I'm saying? We give out like 300 turkeys and shit um, and Thanksgiving um, in San Diego. Um, and a bunch of other places. When we do stuff, bro, we just do stuff from the heart, hoping that our music, our books, our beats, our podcasts, can reach somebody that's sitting there thinking that they're the only ones in the world going through this shit, that they're the only ones in the world that 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 ain't nobody they fumble across YouTube and see this or fumble across Instagram or get a phone call from their idol early in the morning like, yo, bro, I'm finna hate on you. Are you going to get a chance to let people hear my boom? Uh, I appreciate you, bro. And those are the things that, that push us to make sure that we're not being selfish. 
because you're gonna look back at our at our work, homie, and, and mm. it's like, was we doing this shit for money or was we doing this shit really for the music, our catalog? Are we doing it for our people or are we doing it for some shoes and jeans and shit? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Right. Yeah. And my dude's an author. I left that off the list. He an author too. He got a book yeah. that he wrote. Shout out the book, man. Money Power Muscle. Absolutely. I got a book called Money, Power, and Muscle. Um, Tash is also in it. It's a, um, I actually turned it to a miniseries. Um, I just got some news the other day, Tash. I ain't got a chance to talk to you yet. I just got here, but um, I got a phone call the other night. Director of Run Nixon is interested in my Money, Power, and Muscle, so we're probably going to be turning that into a miniseries pretty soon. That's dope. I appreciate you it. You did tell me that. You told me that. I said, that's big shit. That's a, my dude's doing it all, man. He, he man. He wear a lot of hats. I'm proud of him though, cause he mm -hmm. he took. See, can I tell you business so far? <laughs> Go ahead, big bro. This nigga, oh, I knew him before. He's one of them niggas. I was telling man, like man, you you a popular nigga in these streets, and that's when the haters come out. That's when you least expect a nigga to do. When you thinking you the man and all that shit, that's when man. niggas jump out and and and. You know, the, I ain't gonna go into all that, but he had to sit down for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? For a couple of years, and I kept in tune with him and shit. But while he's in there, he was turning his life around. Though it was like his life was fucked up before that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, when you got time to think and shit, and he came out with all these plans, and now he's executing them. And that's what I'm trying to tell all these young niggas that you got to start with a plan, man. You can't just gun ho shit and shot in the dark shit. Motherfuckers is rapping, and making triple what you getting because you you don't have a plan. You just out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, I'm just telling my brother that I'm proud of him and shit because he, um, you know, he did what he said he was going to do and he he said what he mean and mean what he say. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, uh, shit. That's it. I'm just giving his flowers. Like, people tell me all the time, they give me my flowers and shit. So I'm just proud. I'm just telling him, letting you know on the air yeah, man, that we ain't above real. giving niggas they flowers. It's like V1C. Ever since I met him, I, I tell him, I say, you don't. I think he getting a little big-headed, though. I'm, I might have to. How you, how you cut him off? Let's cut him off real quick. <laughs> 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 I ain't even said, I ain't even said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yet, nothing yet, but, you know, I, okay. Hey, hey, I want to ask you. That's a talented dude, and I just want people to, I want to play a beat right quick, because I mess with Man, I want I want to hear one of your tracks as well, man. I, I want to ask you. Oh, I just I got one pulled up because you got to stay ready. Let me see. Uh -uh. Uh, hey, hold on, y'all. Hey, real cut up. Go ahead, throw that up. I just, I just, this my, I did sample this though. Ooh. Yeah, that's the stylistic shit. Nah, it's you know not. Who is? who is that? This is Jay. Is Jay Spencer from the town? He from he from Oakland. Damn. Okay. He from he, he they from my hood. But he he died though. They got well, that cash vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. jazz. Wow. He was he played you know he he had jazz uh he had it on lock with the jazz. And hey man, I write urban. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I write urban. But I just did a I I got a track with Planet Asia uh Razkaz. I got that's out right now in the video uh, on YouTube. It's called "There Is No Opponent." Then I got the track with with Tash, of course. Um, I got I got tracks with everybody, but uh, at a certain point, I was just like, like y'all was talking about the bars. 
So that's like important to me. So if you know, when you listen to my tracks, is I'm I'm trying to spit the hottest bars, mm. you know, possible. Uh, we don't get enough in the town. It's all it's mostly like uh I'ma just call it trap or you know, they calling it drill now, but it's really just trap drill, get money, you know, hustling. But uh it ain't too many artists that do the style that, yes. that, that I do, you know what I'm saying? From the from the bay in the town, specifically East Oakland, California, where I'm from. So it's because uh, I used to rep when I used to be with uh, you know, money being them, I would be trying to do what what's what's the vibe right now. You know, they had the sex in the studio and the, and and, and um, just different <laughs> different. So you would be you be just to try to blend in and be, you know, but then I said, nah, cause you could, uh, shout out to, uh, essential. I don't know if y'all heard of essential, um, and who else, uh, massive, uh, they call it massive now, but his name was fifth, but he working with Dr. Trey. Hmm. He out of San Diego too. So okay, that's, that's my, that's family right there. So I, so he, he be spitting them bars, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. He be high powered. So absolutely. So mm-hmm. that was what, and then uh, with the way Shock G would bring you on at the show, you never know if you're gonna get what time you're gonna get on. It wouldn't be set up, so you just had to have your rap or your freestyle or whatever ready, and just be, you know, what I'm saying ready to go because you they was doing big big shows in front of large crowds. So you gotta can't get nervous. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of making sure you know your rap. If you coming off the dome, then come off the dome like Mr. Fab, the freestyle king. You know, he's right. one of the only people that in the he is the freestyle king in the had a battle, yeah. Ain't nobody that can, you know. So if, when you got people like that, then you gotta have if you writing your rap, then and you're gonna take your time, then you might you gotta make sure it's dope. You can't come into the arena with people like that backstage, and then you gotta, you know, you just wrote your rap in 15 minutes. You know, you can't do it too hot. <laughs> and so you so me, I, I might take a little bit more time to write the rap, mm-hmm. but it's gonna definitely be something that you i'm gonna make you look up i'm gonna make you look up some man words. this motherfucker be using words you you be like you made that up that ain't no real word <laughs> <laughs> i'll be calling here trying to decode i'll be like what the hell is this they name say decode yeah so i'm all about like the creativity the everything even the cover art like my little homie was just asking me like man why do you take so long coming up with just the cover I like because it all comes to the cover is more important than anything to me because it's like that's what's gonna get people to say what is this you know let me see what this dude is talking mm-hmm. about and then and then you got to start it off with the hottest beats the hottest bars and so I got all that from just being and then you know like of course Tash from the alcohol you know he's the mm-hmm. bar spitting mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying coming out straight spit totally. Right. So you know, I tip off that shit. Like, what the hell are bars these days? Because I don't know what the hell bars. Like, everybody here says, everybody here says like, bars, like, bars, bars, but everybody like different shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, like to Rico, me, Rico, Rico huh? some of that shit he had. 
15 years ago on the beat right now and smash some of these niggas right now on my mama. But I'm so, saying, what right. I'm saying is like, like, like to me, 20. if you just rapping about what you see and say like that, like too short got bars. You know what I'm saying? To me, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he rapping about real shit that you know right. what I mean. But they just bought that. That's I don't know how to say it. It's the, it's, the way, it's the way he says it, the creativity yeah. behind yeah. it. Yeah, and that's what I always thought yeah. bars was, because if you think about it, I don't be saying no hell of a technical, barred-up shit. I just be making niggas laugh and shit. I might slip a joke in, might do this, but it's the way that you flow, I think, that make you stand out. Like, if, I rap faster. I put right. a lot of words in a little space, so it sounds like I'm rapping way better than I really am. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it's like a craft and shit. It's a, delivery. it's a delivery. Yeah, delivery, the, the whole energy. Everybody it's, got different deliveries. Yeah. So it's, it's so. a delivery too, but it's also coming up with the shit other people hadn't thought of or hadn't thought of and saying it in a way to be like, damn, he said what I was thinking, but I couldn't say it and create it that way. You know what I'm saying? So, or I thought he was going to say, you know, you might say awesome. So-and-so is awesome. And then what rhymes with awesome? So then you might be trying to assume in your mind. Oh, awesome. He's going to say Slauson. He got to say Slauson. I lost the most Slauson. That would be basic. That's a basic, you know, something. But if you, but if you say awesome and then, you know. I, I he was flossing, so I off the most Slauson. Yeah, I'm awesome. I shot a fossil. All that shallow shit. Threw him in the coffin. That's the awesome. Hey, uh, speaking of that, man, Taz, uh, you ever heard that uh that Biggie uh sound like like King T a lot? Yeah, I said that on the drink test, and niggas hit me up like, damn, we get it now. We like but, nigga, Biggie, <laughs> but on the real, Biggie didn't used to tell us he sound like King T, but he told us face to face many nights, all of us. That mm. King T was the nigga he listened to. That was his favorite rapper from the West Coast is what he used to say. Mm. But he said, the niggas around him were saying, no, nigga, fuck the West Coast. That was a nigga favorite rapper. <laughs> nigga, yeah. Like, right. You know, Lil C used to tell me that. Biggie used to tell me that. and I was Because we went on tour with Wu-Tang. I mean, with Wu-Tang. With Biggie. It was before the beef. I, I said on the drink tank it was during the beef. But then j and them called me. was like, nah, nigga, that was before the beef beef. But it was like we was the only West Coast group on the tour. You know what I'm saying? It was like... Wow. It was uncomfortable, but we was getting loved, though. I think they thought we was from the East Coast. They wasn't tripping that. We just had mm -hmm. records on BT, so they was with it. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. King T wasn't on the tour. And every day, Biggie used to come and be like, man, I'll pay for it. Just tell the nigga to come. I think T was on House wow. or some shit, man. But That's crazy. I forgot yeah, why he ain't come, because he was requested many times. Many, you know, Biggie was his, uh, you know, Biggie was a big King T dude, man. Mm -hmm. You can hear it in this and when his album came out, he had two different <laughs> flows. And Biggie first came out, he had the fast, high pitched, high pitched voice. And then we slowed it up and got the deep voice. That was the more like the King T influence coming out in him. If you listen to the song, he because King T, I mean Biggie used to always say, he said, Man, he said, I wish man I could have got my hands on that beat. King T the great. He said, that's my oh. favorite King T song. But if you listen to King T the Great now, what you hear? Biggie. Like, you like yep. that. It's, I don't know if it's the voice, the pattern, the way you would do. If you close your eyes and think of Biggie while this song is playing, you'll right. get it. You'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Nah, and, and what's funny is King T was, even though he was a West Coast dude, like, listening to uh, what he do at your own risk. Then they did the Marley Mar remix. Yeah, he always had like a, a, a East Coast feel to him too. You know what I'm saying? 
Yep. But King T, he always said East Coast vocabulary on wordplay. It was, yeah, yeah. It, it was above the normal gangster um, flavor. It was more like more technical, technical with this shit. Yeah, but, because see what it is like when everybody in LA was rapping one way, like just like you said with the bars, everybody knew King T had bars for the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So they were saying King T, he's the best gangster rapper. You know what I'm saying? And all this, and they was like, it's cool. King T and Ice T. Then it was Q, King T, Ice T, then another gangster. Then, you know what I mean? But they was always giving, you know, T the big ups for his, his gangster bars, though. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. um, I think he he appealed to Detroit like that and Brooklyn, like you know, how you know, just the same how, how big he felt. We felt like he was a part of us. He was on there with the Levi jackets and you know what I'm saying? Just like that whole swag. It wasn't complex, it was just it was tricky, but you know what I'm saying? But he was fucking with the East Coast because really Ice-T put King T in the game. Right. King T put right. us in the game. Ice-T was cracking so hard on the East Coast. If Ice-T liked you, it was a rap. You know what I'm saying? The mm -hmm. East Coast was fucking with you. You know, right. Ice-T and King T, remember you asked me that question earlier. That was my two biggest influences right there. It was King mm -hmm. T and Ice-T because they're the only mentors that ever sat me down and really told me... <laughs> I had some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. everybody else, just they was like, "Oh, this nigga." They seen me starting to, you know, make noise and shit, and so they would try to, you know, push me to the side so I wouldn't be in their way. You know what I'm saying? And all this, but them niggas took me under, and you know, they gave me a job. You know, mm -hmm. and, and one the of the yeah, one of the things too, a lot of people don't don't pay attention to is uh, the West Coast influence on LL with that whole LA Posse production. Right. Yes, man, bad. that's that's who bring. That's that's I'm glad you said okay. that. Because yep. a lot of people don't know that story. Yep. yep. Shout out to MC wow. Breeze. Breeze. LA Breeze. The young Breeze son of no too, one. He told me the whole story about that shit. That, that yeah. was a crazy ass story. Like all them songs mm. that LL dropped and blew the fuck up on, them was Breeze demos. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh. LA Posse produced them and then LL heard them and wanted them beats. They worked out something. But that, that yeah. Wow. Damn. I want to say, I want to say, I need love was Breeze beat because <laughs> I heard the demo when he played. I was like, wow. it's on the same But the funny part is that the niggas that did it, the LA Posse, I ain't talked to them dudes in years. Muffler and, and uh, Big Dad, yeah. they just called me because we got a show at the Super Bowl. And, and uh, I was telling Butter, we got a show on that Tuesday before the Super Bowl because they got like they got like Super Bowl week out there and shit. So mm -hmm. they trying to book something for Saturday, but. We got some crack it on, on Tuesday, but it's thrown by the LA Posse. That's who's throwing the shit. <laughs> Damn. I like these motherfuckers wow. still around. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody, everybody made their niche and carved their own way, but they're the promoters for the shit. That's dope. Wow. Still getting that rap money. Hey, Oak Town, I, I want to ask you, man, one, one more question. Um, for upcoming producers, man, uh, what you suggest they need? You know, casters trying to come up in the game and they don't, they're not. Foot planted down with the, the equipment you got there, man. What, how much money would they need? You know, what would they need to get started as a producer? Oh, uh, not much. I mean, I, I even say I make it look good because the the equipment don't really. It ain't the equipment. It's it's mm -hmm. the uh, it, it ain't the equipment. That's all I can tell you. I, Thank I, you what's doing man, that. You you can you can <laughs> you could get some free software and and make some beats. Um, so it's all about like 
to me, if, let's say I can't get no rappers to rap on it. So I, I would say that's this is a mistake people make is they make a lot of beats, but they can't get nobody to get on them. Right. So that's why I rap. Right. So that way I can, if, if oh, if I can't get Taz, Taz, you don't like that one? All right, cool. Or, you know, whoever, you know, um, I just do it. And mm-hmm. then I just start making songs and sending them out. And what happened is people started saying, man, I like that song, but I really like the beat. <laughs> so right. that's where, and then and then that's where I started saying, okay, I'm going to start making some beats where I'm going to just, these is just for uh, for me. And then I'm going to make some beats where I'm just ready. So if somebody calls and they need some beats, but I always been willing to be like, well, if let's say, somebody call you that's big and you already made the song and you're like man you playing it and everything you could take yourself off that song and give it to that and give it to the person that's bigger mm-hmm. and you'll probably have more uh it'll get more exposure mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you got to humble yourself because you might make a dope ass beat and be like man i ain't giving this to nobody this might be but wait a minute you know what i'm saying this person wanted it ain't out yet. It's kind of like ghostwriting, how they make a song and then go in there with whoever. I ain't, I don't know who be getting their songs wrote for them. I ain't, you know, but I'm saying you know they have reference tracks. Right. Right. So they might make the track and be like, "Ooh, I, I bet I could. This person will sound dope on this." And, and that's so what they do for Dre all day. Yeah. So you Niggas just making ghost beats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a reference because it because see um if you don't know how to rap if you don't know how to rap it's hard to make beats for people so you got a lot of producers that don't know how to make beats for rappers because they don't rap so you telling me all i gotta do is give you a couple racks you give me your beat and i put my name on it and i'm the hottest producer Let's run it, nigga. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Doing it though. I'll be the biggest fraud in the whole game. <laughs> no hey, we, we say that all the time. It's the music and it's the music business. What you mm. just explained was the business. And yeah, but I ain't gonna go out there and tell nobody. I mean, you, you, you think? You think? Well, think about it like this, right? Think about it like this. So, for example, he's talking about. Uh, fifth mass that's my little bro right so i actually heard some shit that he did on the radio right i'm in la on the freeway and that's my little brother bro i've known this dude since he's 13 years old you know what your little brother sound like i don't give a fuck whose voice is saying it you know what he sound like the pauses the the the, the delivery so i'm listening i'm like damn is that mass and then they say the dude name at the end of this shit and it's not like that's crazy as fuck but <laughs> uh, uh, again though if you was Dr. Dre and 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 V1C has something super duper hard, right? So Dre, he's Dr. Fucking Dre. V1C yeah. is V1C, but he still got some miles to go to to get to Dre. So v, he Dre gonna hear V1C shit and be like, okay. But if he had this EQ on there and he had this right. on there and he gonna take it as a skeleton and then build it around it and then you gonna have what you got right there and it's a game. Mm. Taz, it's if we not- knew if we knew who you wrote for. We would say right now, the nigga play it right now. That's Rico, and you know it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's, a, it's the uh, it's the stems. I mean, mm. you could be technical. You could talk the beat stem. So each each sound is a stem on the beat. So you send a beat. I didn't send beats, and people don't. 
you know, it's like you don't have to say you you made it. As long as the business is right on your end and you feel right. good. <laughs> that check cleared, you can say whatever you want to say. And I always got to say this. You know go, who gave me my first ghostwriting check? Easy E. Ruthless Records on the check. Yeah. Damn. 1989. That's dope, Chad. That's good. As, as, as long as, so for any producers out there, uh, get you some some cheap equipment, and 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 don't try to spend no twenty racks because you don't even know what you're doing. You know you're gonna waste your money. I mean, I do have some nice equipment, but after time, I didn't have this at first. You know what I'm saying? I was just making it on downloaded software Me that I board. whatever I can get. But but I knew the knowledge of the the notes. You know, I knew instruments. I know. Um, just what people want to hear too. So like you gotta, if you send the beat, like I said, if I, I know how to rap too. So I'm sequencing the beat. Some producers just send it and they don't have no sequence where where's the hook, where's the verses gonna go. Um, uh, sometimes you have to put it, you have to listen and research the, uh, the artist that you're trying to market your beats to and know what kind of beats they listen to and they like. So you're not just making random beats because you might make a, a Drake beat, but you don't have no way to send Drake the beat. So, you, you know, it's it's all it's strategy. It's really a chess game. But if you got the basic knowledge of how to make the beats, if you know your software and you know uh, you got some connections and you know how to sequence to certain rappers. Right. Then you got some you you got something going. You got some business. Mm. Can I say something too about that? It's like this. Did I cut you off? I mean, cut you off, homeboy. No. But I'm saying like this. Like, um, I just said this like a couple interviews ago. But my boy Theory has it. He's up and coming producer right now. He's hard as fuck. But um, watch for him. But um, but like I, I, was, I was saying on his podcast, I was saying it, it depends on if you want to be great or if you want to make some money. You know what I'm saying? Because record labels are always looking to break off somebody that sounds like somebody. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you got if you got little fizz over here or whoever and they want the next little fizz, they're gonna tell you, hey man, make the record just like this shit that's out now. You know what I mean? That's one mm. that's a route you can go and bite and you know try to make everybody happy that way. But the really producers that really stand out in my head are the ones that come with their own sound. Mm. And what I mean by that is like this, like my cousin E Swift, every time he made a beat, it could be a hundred beats on on one C D and his in between that somewhere, I would know out of the hundred that Swift beat right there because mm. he put some little shit on it. I don't know what the shit is. I don't know, but I know RZA. <laughs> RZA when he do shit, I can point it out. I guess anybody can though. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's RZA beat. DJ Primo. Mm. It, it could be uh, uh, the nigga from Rough Riders. Uh, uh, what's called, what, what was the name? Swift um, beat. Swift beat. DJ Quick. Beat. You can't tell that's a Swift beat when you hear it. You know what I'm saying? Sure Timberland, <laughs> like. Timbo, All these man. things have sig sig signature sounds that make them unique when it comes to production. You know what I'm saying? So I would suggest to anybody upcoming within the sound of my voice, create a sound. That's what I like about V1. It just don't sound like nobody. You gonna get you gonna get some resistance from that though. And the thing is, you I, say, I, hey man, you both say thank you, man. When I, when I say <laughs> oh no, so far no, that's what I was saying. Too. That's what no, I'm saying I'm saying thank you for the compliment. But I'm saying yeah. making and creating your own sound. I've moved too fast. See, I've moved too. 
That's what's up, though. That's what I like, though, man. When creating your own sound, you're going to get resistance from people like, oh, man, your scratches don't sound. Like, he just said that the other day. Like, man, it's kind of off. But that's my signature when I do (laughs) my script. You know what I'm saying? And so you, if you could get that, get over that hill, then you got, then you really got some because it's gonna be a lot of people like, man, I, I don't know, this beat sound funny, man. I, it ain't, you know, this ain't right. Or can you turn the bells up? Right. right. Well, you think it's important to put the tags in the beats? Uh, I started when I first started out. I was doing that a lot because I wanted to get known. But mm-hmm. I feel like now, um, nigga, it was all the ones you sent me. <laughs> you see, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting all the way. That nigga sent me the beat with the hook on in it. Beat one and task. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna say yes. If you dealing with somebody that's big like that, you know, like task, yeah. or if you got an artist, then it's up to them. Because if he hit me, it was like, man, take that off. Then I'm gonna just take it off. But if you mm-hmm. say it's good, we can keep riding, then we're gonna ride. So um it's all on the artist because I know um I know the mechanics, shout out the mechanics from the town. Okay, and, and, them and they put the, the mechanics on every time you hear it. Mm-hmm. But then I heard a couple of songs they did for uh and it was a, it was on a different project, it was on uh Dave East. Okay. And I don't, I didn't, I wasn't sure if I heard it on there. So sometimes um, the label or whatever, the, like I said, the business, but it, it, but it says their name, they're produced by them. So as long as it say produced by me, or if I get the bag, because however we did, we were talking about earlier or whatever, I'm satisfied with, then, then I don't need to be tag on there. But, but it is important to have one just in case. And just mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying to be ready to right. get your name out there. Right. So thank you, Tash, for that compliment. Because <laughs> <laughs> they got overdo it. Hey, let me say this too, though, man. Um, I was about to say something about rappers originality too. Yeah, um, I was gonna do this song and shit. We we need to as rappers, we need to think of some new words, man, because. <laughs> Yeah. I'm tired of hearing the same shit, man. Every rapper. Exactly. I bet you if you play any nigga that say, let me let you hear my shit. I bet you at some point in that rap, he's going to say one of these words. Foreign. He's going to say lit. He's going to say the bag. He's going to say Gucci Prada. He's going to say Gucci Prada. My pole. My, 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 my stick. My somebody gun. He's going to say right. He gonna say something about some pills. I don't know what he popping, but he gonna man, say some perky pills. He gonna say something Oh man! He gonna say something about his dreadlocks. He gotta say something about. The- <laughs> he, gotta, he gotta talk about his Gucci belt. He gotta talk. <laughs> talk. Um, say it's lit. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna make a song with all the popular words and say, "Nigga, it's 2023. We've been saying that since 19." Let's- but right. I just I just hear a lot of demos and it just seems like they niggas they use the same thing. <laughs> oh, and pull up! If one more nigga say pull up, oh, I'm about to crash this car, man. I'm about to really pull up. Hey, I got one for you in a bad mood because nigga, everybody say the same shit. We uh, outside. Right. Uh, hey, look what I'm under my seat. So, look at this. 
Call the grill. I'm about to nigga grill under my seat. Y'all see? I'm counting 24. I'm nigga grill. I told him pull up. Look at this shit. Okay. Anybody want to buy a grill? Right. For a while, nigga. Hey, I want to ask, man. Was King T the first to put uh corduroy house shoes on the map? The first rapper. <laughs> he wasn't the first to wear them, but nigga, that's what he's to wear. Nigga, khaki suits. I he came out here suits. and bought me a pair, man. I think King T was the first one on an album cover with it. You remember right. the uh, Active yeah. Move album cover? Yeah. Right. And they got a gay corduroy yeah. house slipper. <laughs> yeah. like, Walking hey. hard as hell. That's hey, a, that, is, that nigga shit was like these. <laughs> hey, um, real quick, now that you mentioned album covers, dog, I was so fucking excited when Snoop did that video and he had all the classic album yeah, covers on dope, there. Dope, dope. And dope. I seen the lick shit on, I was like, oh my yeah, fucking God. Yeah, that, was that, was, that was a nice look, man. Yeah, man, Snoop, that's a dope, man. That's, a, that's, yeah. the, that's the undisputed king of the West. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's dope. Man, what what you got to say to uh to to uh, guys like you, man? Uh, just veterans, man, that don't really drop albums like we like we want, you know, for our culture. You know, when you get older, you your your priorities change and things like that, man. Um, but I think a lot of a lot of the cultures is is left out to enjoy you you guys' catalog to keep making new music. You know what I'm saying? But what you got to say when guys kind of kind of give up on that? You know what I'm saying? Shit, I don't know what to tell them niggas, but I'll tell you this. Um, like the 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 shit is in me, it's not on me. So it's like this. A lot of people get into the, the rap business for different motives and shit. Like like I said, man, I grew up with Al Green and all this shit. Like, you know, it's a it's a little part of my life. So music and everything, my dad was in this group called the Chandlers, singing like a soul group and shit. So it's always been, you know, in my heart. I'm a I'm a rap till I'm dead. It's just that um I think the, the dudes that are my age and everything, they don't they don't know how to um make money off of it nowadays. You know what I'm saying? They didn't take their blessings and, and, and move it to, you know, brands and shit like that. That's what I'm doing so far. I know I got my hands and him too. They got movies, books, this, that. We we incorporate ourselves, you know what I mean? We hire ourselves to do the job, you know. That's why I said all that fuck loud record shit. I, I they gave me my first shot and I ain't expect nothing after that. It ain't no it ain't no free shit, it ain't no nobody owes you. Can I say something? I'm gonna pull it yeah. right now. I ain't gonna lie. You know, for hip hop fans all over the world, I'm just gonna say it straight how it is. Like that was some bullshit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because you, yeah, we're gonna expect you to say that. You know what I'm saying? Because you're a humble individual and you you came from that, bro. Yeah. You know? But like we seen that shit, my nigga. Like we lived it like we 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 lived it you can't you you, you can't put syrup on shit and tell us it's pancakes bro mm -hmm. we lived it we was there we seen the first records come out we heard rap right. was there we was there we was there we was there bro we was there with the demo tapes we was there we seen mm -hmm. little bow wow rapping your shit on arsenio hall nigga we was <laughs> there. Mm -hmm. you feel me so it's like you know that's kind of like you trying to come say well we want to rewrite history the way we see that it Ooh. You know what I mean? We respect you being humble about it, but fuck that. And fuck loud records. That's dope. 
Taz back on. Right. This motherfucker just cut the fuck off. I don't know what happened. I was, getting, I was hearing the compliments, man. But go ahead, man. Fuck that and fuck loud records. That was the main part. Fuck yeah, that. I can say, but see, if I if I say fuck everybody that ever did some shit like that, nigga, I'll be saying fuck a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I don't live off no like I don't gotta live through nobody. You know what I'm saying? My whole thing mm-hmm. is I know what I did for this West Coast. And the people that know who I touched and reached out to to tell me all the time what I did for it, that's good enough for me. It's like it's like it's like this. It's like if you keep um uh it's kind of hard to explain and everything. It don't hurt nothing, but it, it just when niggas don't include us in the history of the shit is when I get mad. You know what I mean? Like nobody owes us nothing, but when I hear these stories of this 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 how the loyalty West was moving loyalty. At, at, in 90, 91, 92, 93, nigga, right. we really, we put the shit on our back, you know what I'm saying? Mm. When them niggas saying, Oh, them West Coast niggas, all they know is a gun, the gangster shit, the crip shit, the da 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 da. Them niggas can't rap and all that shit. Who they look at and say, nigga, you tripping, you ain't heard them niggas and it. Hey, I'm gonna say some real shit. My little brother bought y'all first tape when he was in ninth grade. He yeah. did. Yeah, I was in like, I was like out of high school. I was like just graduated. He was in ninth grade. He came home with the alcoholics tape and played that bitch for like two, three weeks straight. Nothing else. Yeah, I need that. That's what's up. Y'all had ride music. It was, it was, it was beats. It was lyrics. You can get in your car. What well, is that? Is it car. Detroit? Yeah, I'm in, I'm yeah, Detroit. from Detroit. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Bro, what do you remember Chick Ricks in Detroit? Who? It was a club. Nigga. I, 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 I call myself a, a drug dealer. I ain't call myself a drug dealer. These <laughs> niggas paid me. They paid me when I was in, in, I forgot what grade. I just turned 16, and I went back to Ohio for a summer. Uh-huh. And I drove hella weed in the trunk with this white girl from Columbus to Detroit. And I was like, my only hella major drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> but nigga, I was like 16 around these gang. Like this. And that's why I said Sick Rick. Y'all ain't never heard of it. it was like a circle building, like a uh it was shaped like a circle, like a round building. Called Slick Ricks. Sick Ricks. Sick Rick. Yeah. It might still be there. Look it up. <laughs> but, like a circle, circle. But that was, that, that was the trip that let me know this this dope dealer shit ain't for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey man. Yeah, I never heard I ain't never heard, like, never heard that bill. Man, my knees are shaking. I was like, that is like that. <laughs> <laughs> We in a parking lot with these grown ass niggas. We 16 with <laughs> and a white girl. Nah. <laughs> nah, that was double hot. <laughs> oh, hey, we glad you still here to uh, tell that. I know that, but now the niggas that the niggas that was from my neighborhood, they followed us and shit. <laughs> like they were okay. behind us. They're just like, hey, nigga, we got a job for you. You ain't got to know what's in the trunk and all this shit. And I rode shotgun. Well, I just got my license. I rode shotgun with her there. Then I drove back. But anyway, I don't know what the fuck I just bought that up for. <laughs> you you've been in a couple. You've been in a couple movies yourself. Huh? You was in a hey. couple movies yourself, wasn't you? Yeah, I was in a couple of them. Yeah. Hey, that was a scandalous ass time period too when you were 16. Hell yeah, nigga, because I bet you BMF was, I bet you, nigga. That's about <laughs> it. That's the same time frame right there, nigga. Right. That's the 54 <laughs> era. I bet you. But I'll tell you about BMF though, it's funny because really, I'm just now like, you know, I've been an alcoholic since damn near out of high school, you know what I'm saying? But the tripped out part is that when they started showing the BMF shit later and shit like that, it was a trip how I knew half these motherfuckers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. And when it was going on, I, I seen niggas, you know, doing their thing. Like, you know, I'm cool with uh Blue Da Vinci and all them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Speedy, Gotti, you know what I mean? Straight BMF motherfuckers and all this. Mm-hmm. But it was like more low-key on the it was, it was it was it was super frosty on the West Coast too. I take it back. 
But when I seen all the shit they was doing in Atlanta with the billboards and all this shit and everything, <laughs> and all this, I'm with the Baby Blue house. I don't know if y'all know about Baby Blue from being like, but I went to his <laughs> house. Yeah, rest in peace, by the Fox Hills Mall right before he passed and shit. But maybe I'm just a, not a super naive motherfucker, but I didn't feel... The threat, like everybody was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he faded out. We're going to get him back on. There he is. Y'all. There you go. You faded out. You saying you was around him, but you didn't feel. Yeah, it was like it was like more fun and shit going on. It was so much fun because I was rapping, and I was glad to be around some niggas that had some shit going on where it's like, it was like, they was the party. You know what I'm saying? Don't make sense. Yeah. Like. The focus wasn't on me. It was on they shit. And it was like fun, nigga. Like, man, whatever. Niggas, whatever you want. Go ahead. You know, it was like, niggas had cars and shit. I was like, damn, I know where this shit is coming from. But then they feel dangerous. Like, oh, nigga, I shouldn't jump in with him. We gonna get shot at and all that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't none of that. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. <laughs> I go back with Blue. Blue is Brad's cat's cousin. Wow. So that was from Carson. And we used to go to... um. So it's foggy now. But we used to sit and watch these movies and shit at Brad's cat's crib and shit. A long time ago, like... I forgot it was like about the Illuminati or some shit. I the forgot Illuminati, what it was about. The, yeah, it was like the Illuminati tapes. Yeah, it was like the like a VHS tape. Or I just remember these crazy men. We used to drink back then. Me and Rascal were drinking, buddy. We used to go. We used to go mano y mano like a motherfucker. I, hey, I like to say this about the alcoholics, though. Like, just to back up a couple conversations. I think a lot of people overlooked the time that y'all came in as well timing has so much shit to play with everything like y'all came in at a time where east coast music was 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 predominantly controlling the airwaves right so y'all was the first it, it was like it was like like if nwa had it came at the time or if 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 like aggressive like that at that time like that they probably would have been overlooked hmm. King T was as much as the world was ready for that. King T was the first nigga in the video with a pistol, like mm. low riders and a real pistol, right? Real gangster shit. Okay, so when you introduced the licks and the licks had the lyricism, like like B1C, that lyricism changed everything. You know what I'm saying? It's almost right. like weed. It's an icebreaker because it's not abrasive. It's not fuck this, fuck that, nigga, bitch, da da da. It's it's you know it, it it's Oh wait, what do you say? It's intellectual. It's it's you know what I'm saying. So they was the first ones to to let us understand that hip hop was expanding in different ways, and that we could be part of it. Right. Like, to me, right. you know what I'm saying. Because right. New York was more like it's ours, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Best yeah. you can with Pharrell, like these dudes put Pharrell on a on a dirt bike. Yeah, riding a dirt bike up yeah. some stairs like at a frat yeah, party. Like. Yeah. That cost twelve thousand dollars. Like, Did anybody even know who Pharrell was? <laughs> well, I don't bring it up, man. You ain't bring that one up. The stunt double cost twelve thousand. Right. Pharrell cost twenty. We were like, God. was that before Beautiful or was it after? It was uh, Beautiful. That was uh, I don't know. Come on, bro, stop. He was cracking. Was it before Excuse Me, Miss, or after? Oh, that, that came after. Excuse Me, Miss, was after. Excuse me, this was after then beautiful was after too. Hey, I do want to say this about the licks now that you mentioned that is you know in Detroit in a lot of areas we had people that was into like what we call the 
backpack boom pack rap, right? Then we had the gangster rap. Y'all was like the perfect mix. <laughs> like my my dudes that was from the Crazy street, they wasn't that. trying to hear. They wasn't trying to hear. Um, I don't want to say no names, but they wasn't trying to necessarily hear brand newbie and all of that. But when I put on the alcoholics, make room for the booming beats that bump, they was like, "Oh, what's this shit?" They were pumping it in their car, That's and they up. was getting some lyrics with it. So that was like the perfect mix for us, man. And that was crazy you said that because I think that's what the whole appeal was because, like I said, I mean, like, we, we all been talking about King T and shit. Like, really, King T, as everybody know, he from Compton, he from Nutty Block, and he cripping and all that shit. That that shit, I mean, I don't think he, no, he ain't from Nutty Block, but I'll take that back. I ain't going to tell you where he's from because he don't gangbang no more. But the nigga, King T is the one that used to, um, he used to invite his friends that's how I know all these people, pool and all them and shit. They're from places, you know what I'm saying? I lived all over LA, so I used to get around it and I go visit pool over here by the airport. Then I go over here to Inglewood to visit this person, and then North Hollywood to see my bitch or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So I just moved around, but King T and then was the ones that really bought me under their wing into the fold of real gangster niggas, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, like I wasn't from a hood and they knew that, but they knew if they Tila's homeboys was my homeboy, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Shout out to Devastating E and all the people that that just they embraced me and big and for a time period, I was writing songs about the shit I see with them. You know what I'm saying? And it, they could be taking as gangster rap songs or lyrics or whatever, but I'm right with what I'm seeing, and they bump me to the side like, nah, nigga, don't 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 do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like don't mm -hmm. don't try to be us and be like this and that. You be yourself, but we just we got you. Don't even trip. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's a couple different hoods. I ain't gonna tell you which one but it's you know where my niggas is from is where i'm you know comfortable you know what I'm saying? and right. it's just um you know the, the parties we used to throw they used to be like these hell of a like we young and so was the gangsters and they they would come to our shit and see how much fun we having and so next thing you know instead of it you know five solid gangster ass nigga, you know back there it's like the whole hood is back here at a licks party with all these white people and shit and, you know what i'm saying <laughs> having a ball drinking smoking doing shit not looking over their shoulder you know what i'm saying and this and that and they just started migrating with us so you know for a while they was like where y'all from and all this shit but then you know it just turned into we was getting embraced by like we was, we was on tour with 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 wu-tang at one time we was on tour with biggie at one time and we was on tour with Snoop, you know what I'm saying? And the Doggies Angels and Dads are Corrupt and all that. So we we meshed into all the worlds of rap, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Right. All the different things. And we we still trip off that. Like, we just feel like with a little push, we should have been way bigger than we, you know what I'm saying? That's that Midwest shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that, mm -hmm. that Midwest in the middle shit can play both coasts. I think mm -hmm. this too, I think the same problem we having nowadays, we was having back then, is that everybody want to be hard? We wasn't, we weren't hard enough for a lot of. We were pretty motherfuckers with bitches and drinking and crashing cars into your car and don't give a fuck. And we got pistols and all that, all this reckless ass shit made it look like our life is nothing but but fun and games and shit. But at the time, we the riots and all that shit. Life was serious, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. So yeah. our shit wasn't adapted. It wasn't hitting the core. It wasn't hitting the striking the nerve with the. The, the project niggas is going through it every day with the you know this and that and all that shit. So you know we missed the 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 we missed the the gangster crowd. I guess being from LA, we didn't get that 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 crowd all the way. 
But when it came to party music and shit like that, I don't think nobody beats the legs. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Right. He he it out. DJ Lowe's, what up, though? What up, though? What up, though, Tash? Yeah. <laughs> what up, what up? You, you, you remember I spent for you, man? In Colorado, I can't see, with, man. Uh, you, you, I can't see your clothes, so I can't even see who I'm talking to. Ant Live, <laughs> you won't see me? Oh, Ant Live, what's up, Nick? Yeah, man. yeah, I was with Ant Live and, uh, and, um, DJ Lowe's, what up? Uh, who else was there? Uh, I had, to blow, I had to blow you up. I remember you, man. What's up with it? Yeah, man? yeah, you my guy, man. Good to see you, bro. Yeah, I need one of them apps ASAP. That motherfucker hot, boy. That's yeah. Hot. Who make that? Hey, tell me something. Uh, what was it like to do that old dirty, old dirty bastard record right there? Uh the OGB. That's that was like uh, uh it's like. It's bittersweet because he's gone. You know what I'm saying? Like every time mm. I, I think about him, I, I you know, I talk different and shit. But it was a good friend of mine, man. Um, you know, ODB was a wild, one of a kind ass dude, man. Like mm. um, like underneath all the crazy shit he did and everything, like the dude had a heart of gold. The dude, he was a solid individual. He he um, I know you heard the stories. He saved a little kid and a burning car and all this shit. All this mm. is true. Like motherfucker, he's an amazing dude. He just um he was just unpredictable as fuck, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like he's just a wild nigga, man. But um rest in peace, ODB, okay, Russell Jones. Mm -hmm. But we um we had fun that day. We um we booked the studio time for him to come out and do the song Hip Hop Junkie. And he was just late as fuck. He was like two hours late and shit. We got in the studio, we sat there and drunk for it. Hey man, y'all can't hear that echo. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's like, like it sound like I'm on Mars or some shit. Mars <laughs> good. Okay, but anyway, we um we got to the he got to the studio two hours late. I think he got pulled over or some shit and everything. So we um we 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 sat around drinking for another two hours and shit, <laughs> just catching up talking. <laughs> and we came with this idea and shit. I don't know who the fuck came up with the idea that we should we we all had a rap to say, but we said you know we let's do it different instead of the hook and all that. We say I'm gonna come in first, you come in second. And you come in third, so we was like going over and everything. How many boys you got? How many boys you got? And we said, fuck it, let's just go in there. You know what I mean? So we went into the microphone booth 3D. You know what I'm saying? We was standing there like the temptations and some shit. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and I said, I'm gonna go first. When I ended, I say, I got my own special guest. And you come in right there. And then we we just kind of said the last lines to each other. And they turned the beat on. We just did it like that. We just, I did my shit. DB, I mean, ODB came in with his shit. Jamo came in with his shit. We was like, this is hard. You know what I mean? And we just left it like that. I don't think nobody's ever did it. Maybe, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But back then, that was some unheard of shit. All three mm. rappers in the booth at the same time. It's a one yeah, take thing. Yeah, you know y'all rocked it. For real. You know, we put the ad libs in there and then we went back to partying. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Back to acting up. But yeah, I'm missing, man. When I, when yeah. I go to write my book, and I go to um, like do my docu. I'm, I'm they're doing this like um documentary on me and shit. But um, he's a big part of it. You know what I'm saying? A lot mm -hmm. of stories and shit up in there. Mm -hmm. Like me and ODB and Beverly Hills, <laughs> wow. Beverly Hills Mall, <laughs> with all the white people. <laughs> They rap life. Huh? <laughs> wow. So what you got coming out, man? Tell it tell the world what you got coming out, Tad. 
Uh, that's what I'm gonna do, man. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just give you a summary of the shit that I'm doing and shit like that. I got a I got an album on deck. That's um, it's like a soundtrack to my weed brand and shit. I got a, a weed brand called Smokeaholics. We in in a we in a little remission right now. Shit, it's we got something. Um, we sold out the shit in dispensaries in L.A., but we're only licensed in L.A., so we about to re up and put it back out. Got the Live Victorious brand on deck. You know what I'm saying? Um. This is out of Las Vegas and everything. Close company, um, glasses and shit. I don't know if y'all can see them, but glasses are yeah. there. But um, realistically, man, I got three different situations with like an NFT. I'm managing too, man. Shout out to my artist, Junior Boy. Butter said he's going to be on here next week. Yeah. So far, me, him, and, and we've been around the world together. But um, uh, Junior Boy's uh, to a million sales with the song he did with um, NBA Young Boy and uh, uh, Slim from 112. It's called No mm. Love. Okay. Really check that out. It's on all platforms, Spotify, YouTube, all that. Um, but I'm about to drop this single, man. I got. I, I just want to get some shit off my chest. So I got a, a situation and shit with Empire. Okay. I'm gonna drop some songs on y'all and everything. Um, you know, it's just like I just like to put out songs to people that like to hear them. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't so 15 year old nigga saying, "Hey, I'm about to be the hottest shit." In the, you know what I mean? I already did everything I, I, I set out to do, all the dreams I had as a kid to do that rapping shit and make a career out of. I did all that. So I got new goals now, but I'm still amused. I'm still one of the artists, man. I'm gonna tell you that nigga, my new shit is better than my old shit. So if you like my old shit, you gonna love it. But um, and really, I'm gonna get behind these dudes that I'm fucking with so far. My um. My boy Theory has it. V1C, you know my whole Liquid Cool. We about to put the Liquid Cool album back together. Um, you know, I got a whole lot of like I wish I had more hands and shit, man. There's a lot of cookie jars out here, man. So, um, you know, I'm just saying I'm 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 stay on a on a peaceful like a I'm not gonna say a righteous path. I, I break a lot of you know rules in my head that I should be following, but you know, um, I want to spread the word that this a Anybody that could make it to Europe or make it somewhere over out the hood, overseas, or I ain't talking about go to Miami for spring break and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about really see some other shit. It'll change your life, man. It'll make you really love your brothers and really make you. It'll let you know that there's a big ass world out there and there's money for everybody, and you ain't gotta, you know, involve yourself with a whole bunch of weirdo shit to, you know, get some right. paper, man. Right. You know, so I'm on some super positive shit because you know my my daughter's rapping shit and I want them to. You know, I want them out there, you know, rapping about the shit I rap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I be, I thought it did come with a little rap too. I was like, what the fuck is this? She's like, look, see, you said, what the fuck is this? That's you. Race that one. You write that one. You know what I'm right. saying? But she hard. I had, I had, I had put her on a clip on a, on a um IG clip, and the first month, I mean, it was a hell of people saying that's your daughter. Oh, she's dope and all this shit. But what made me feel good when? Sway from Sway in the morning hit me and said, That's your daughter. I have to have her on my show. Wow. And you can come too. I'm like, damn. I know she got some, but, but man, yeah, man. So... But 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 you're gonna be seeing a whole flood of tash shit coming February, man. I, I don't like to talk about this shit because I think that if it ain't tangible, if you can't buy it right this second, you're gonna forget about this shit Wednesday, you know what I'm saying? So really, yeah. You know, you're gonna see a wave though, man. And hey, so far, I want to ask you, uh, sure. you you being from a real place, man, what, what do you got to say about um just brotherhood in the game? You know, you, you got a lot of this stuff going on with 
cats t- uh, telling on each other, you know, things like that. Just, just the way to, that that whole world is, um, you know, just because it seemed like it's just damaging, you know, to uh, our culture. Of, of, um, we we like Tash brought fun to the game, and these guys yeah. are really telling on themselves on the songs. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, what's your what's your view on that? Cuz got disgusted and jumped up off this bitch. <laughs> 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 he took a tip with like, nah. Man. Man. <laughs> yeah, man, fuck these niggas, I'm out. No, 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 no. Y'all want to hear how real it is, though? Mm. What really what happened was my homeboy from the penitentiary was calling me. Mm. Oh, that's dope. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I got a little homie that's in the pen doing 80 years. So, you know what Damn. I mean? Right on your question, right? Damn. So. So, so dig this, like, I'm a hell of a person for you to ask that question. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm so solid, bro. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm so solid. I'm really from somewhere. I'm really a gang member. I'm not a gang banger no more. But, uh, you know, I'm a real big homie. I, I done walked the yards. I done been level foes, Folsom, Calipat, Salinas Valley, uh, Donovan. I, I've been in Albuquerque, New Mexico in jail. I've been, you know, I, I, I've been there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, one of the reasons God why damn, you know, I'm not glorifying that. What I'm saying is, and I'm not, I'm not glorifying it. You know what I'm saying? But the reality of the situation is, if it wasn't for cats, it, it, and it's, it's two, it's two parts of that. So I got two sides of my homies, right? I got the street homies, and then I got cats like Tash and Cletus Mack and, and, and Shock G from Digital Underground and Gonzo, rest in peace. Rest you know, in peace, Gonzo. Right. Yeah. These are my brothers, right? And these are dudes that constantly push into my head, like so fine, like you a G, bro, and 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 it's other niggas doing that. But I be looking at life, and I, you see stuff going on, like the situation with Gunner right now and, and Young Thug out there, and it's like we sitting here, all of us on this line, thinking about how much shit that Rico, that Tash has 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 inspired, has pushed forward, has just done a third now. Well, we look somewhere, me and me and Rico, you know what I'm saying? I, now, now, and, and this is right-handed guy. The book I wrote, the movie and shit that I'm in and all that shit, like, you know, I was just fighting for my life for being so fine a crit to come home and somebody be like, yo, man, I want you to be in this movie and play this crit. And now I got awards for playing this crit, right? Mm-hmm. This shit is crazy, right? So without real friends telling me, like, look, bro, be who you is, but you so much bigger than that and evolve. And, and, and grow up out of that. My little niggas would not be listening to me because I got a whole bunch of little motherfuckers out there listening to me, but they listen to me because I'm listening to niggas like them. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not listening to the dumbass niggas that's out there mm-hmm. shooting guns and hopping in the cars and, and, and doing all this stupid shit. I'm listening to niggas like Rico and them. So it's like, I went to prison, I'm in prison, but I'm writing books and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm doing this, doing that. And then when I get out, I'm doing it. I'm not listening to oh, I was locked up. I can't get a job. I locked up. Don't nobody want to hire me. I locked up. I can't do this. You know what I'm saying? I right. set a plan. I set a goal. And my point to saying that is what do I look like now being in a car with Rico and, 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 you know, the phone ring or something because shit happens. The phone ring or something and, and the light turned green and then it turned red and his foot slipped and he hit the gas and hit somebody. I'm going to jail, bro. I'm going to go to jail, bro. I'm going to go to jail. I'm not going to sit there and watch Rico sit, in, 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 you know, in a suit 
watching everything that he did, his career, his legacy, and all that shit, because that's the part of it, too. Niggas want to get in the, in the chains and want to get in the cars, and niggas want to get in the videos and all that bullshit, but then when they get real and life catch up to you, now all of a sudden niggas is square, and I, I wasn't there, and I don't got nothing to say, and come on, bro, like, you feel me? So it's two parts of that shit, so, you know, loyalty is everything, bro, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? If, if, if you can't if you can't leave, you know, a million dollars, ten thousand dollars, your jewelry and shit on the table, or be gone for two, three days or two, three weeks, and your shit still be there. If you can't trust, you know, me to pick up your kid and take him from school because you're busy and that type, so you don't even need to be around at this point, nigga. Because we yeah. way too far advanced to be trusting multi-million dollar uh, uh, legacies and, and 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 empires and families and shit with niggas that's just gonna stab you in the back as soon as it don't benefit them. Mm. Feel me? So now all that water down shit is out the way and real niggas is back around because real niggas ain't going for that shit. Yeah. No doubt. That's why the bars, that, that's the that's the bars uh, to piggyback on that. What you rapping about? See, being from Oakland, we got some rappers, uh, shout out, you know, like Filthy Rich, Jay Stalin, uh, Live Wire. Uh, they, they really be, be in the streets. So if you from I might but but I'm from down the street from where they from but I'm just not you can't compete with with uh they got millions of dollars whatever they doing they got they can stand on it and and if something happened but then you try to be like them and have what so that's why I chose the underground just just rap about smart shit because I went to school so so for me, it's just okay. I could try to rap like that, but I can't compete with that, and I'm not ready to do what they're doing to get right. seen. And right. so I'ma just rap into intellectual, like so far and say, stay in my lane, and I still be around all the people. You still gonna get there because once it gets to a certain point, you can't come in with all them people. You, you mm -hmm. could come in. You might have. You might could only come in with certain people into the shows, the backstage. You know, Money B used to always tell me, come by yourself. Cletus Mackinata, he used to come by yourself. Don't bring all your niggas from the hood because you, you, we your niggas. You know what I'm saying? Weird. When you get to the hotel, we, you with us. So if it, I remember Money B took me to the alcoholic show one time. I didn't, I didn't know Tash at the time. Remember wow. I, and he, <laughs> and he spun off, he spun off and was like, uh, you know, he he was lit, so you just kind of oh don't say lit. But I didn't know nobody except Money B and my partner that I was with that I drove from the town to LA with, and they was look, it was like, man. We, we just need to stand here and don't try to be, you know, just stand here, wait for money to be. That's basically what we did because it was so thick in there. It looked like some gang back, you know, it was like a situation like that. And, you know, from the Bay, we'd be losing our etiquette, you know, all oh, blood is And then not knowing it's, it's 40 Crips. Right. And, and, and so yeah, that was, a, like I, I had a lot of experience with that, um, being careful. Um, around that that environment but if your rap is just straight it, your rap is gonna be what it is i'm shooting niggas i'm killing i'm shooting bitches i'm getting bitches i'm riding weird chain 
you could wear a chain. You just don't have to say you got it a certain way. You you could wear, you could jump out of whips and forms, but you just got it. How did you get it? Was you working? Was you just working a job and you saved up? Or was you was you robbing people? Was you, you was you grinding? Was you pimping? And so it, it's all come out in the raps. And then if you see who really, really doing it, then you know you gotta weigh yourself on that. Do you wanna can you can you hang with that? Right. Because you gonna go, you you know, it's you're gonna get tested. Like so far. I believe it's about energy, bro. I, I, I didn't mean to um cut off your knowledge. Talking about I, that I wanna say actually. energy though. It, you know, energy is a motherfucker, bro, because a lot of people don't understand mm -hmm. that life is about energy. So you know, just to take it away from that so that won't nobody right. feel, you know what I'm saying, um, boxed in or nothing. Just say, for example, I, I wanted to date a cheerleader, right? Well, where would I go to find a cheerleader? I would go to gyms and, and basketball games and football games. I'd be around that energy. It's right. not so much that I might even meet a cheerleader. I might meet a trainer or an actual player or something, but I'm in that energy. So when you reverse that and you go out of town, you go to somebody's town, the first thing you got to understand when you're on tour, these niggas is bringing their niggas. Just like he said, we are your niggas, right? Mm -hmm. So we already got a, a set of respect that's out here moving around. But when you're a fresh artist and you bring your niggas, ain't no guarantee that you're going to get along with these Detroit niggas, these Motortown niggas, and you from the Bay, just because y'all mm -hmm. think y'all got the, you might be so much alike that y'all clash. Or these mm -hmm. Chicago niggas, when they out here mm -hmm. tripping and beefing at the wrong time, and niggas don't know where you from, and you in they hood, at, and they you from way on the other side of the world, but you look like them. Right. That's when it's about the topic of your conversation and the energy you bring. Because like me, like, I, I, I'm so California, but I'm going to go anywhere because I know how to respect people's space. You know what I'm saying? I know how to listen and, and, and pay attention, but everybody don't get that. Everybody don't got that. So that's why when 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 you around, you know, man, don't fuck with everybody. Man, don't fuck with everybody. He can spin off and leave you there, though. And that's what he's saying, because you with family. Everybody here fuck with us. Now, if you here with your niggas, I don't know what's going to happen if I spin off. Right. Hey, you know I done been in some sticky situations, but he know I'm international. Like, <laughs> said, you got to go. You got to go uh, around the world. I've been to London. Oh, but 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 only on but not on no rap you know just going just to go for your you know just for your life yeah. but the energy the the energy like you say you shock g always used to say that if you rap about that it's gonna be niggas with guns at the shows if, if, you, if you rap about getting in beef and funking that's what's gonna bring to the they gonna, come and test, they gonna come tested at the show Absolutely. So, so I had so much fun at digital underground shows. You we you don't even be thinking about security. And and like Tash say, all the homies from the hood, they backstage, they they drunk, they 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 smoking, they, you know what I'm saying, having fun. Um, and these is gangsters though, straight everybody, you know, yeah. Hey, you remember DJ that line Quick I said in the one thing when I said, Oh my bad, go ahead. I forgot what I said anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these is gay. <laughs> Hold up, nigga. I jumped the gun, nigga. Go ahead. <laughs> no, these is gangsters having fun in, in, in the backstages, and that's why I think the underground rap. That's why I took that route of saying more intellectual, right? Uh, but that's a, that's what's supposed to be popular. This is what, let me explain it. That's what I meant to say. Now I ain't mean to cut you off, but now jump the gun. But when I'm saying the line I said, I said, I might come gangster. My eyes done seen it all. All I got to do is write down half the shit that I saw. I meant that because 
I'm telling you, I lived in Inglewood. I lived in all these different places. And what I did when I was there was, first of all, not not try to, uh, you got to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to be yourself. Like, I can tell you, me and King T, I was sitting in the car when, when the shootout happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On the period. I can tell you I was there when 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 my homeboy in the liquid cool woke up, said, Taz, does something. And I, I looked up. He goes next door, shoots the girl. Kills her, shoots herself in the head. All this, shit, I'm looking at dead body. All this shit is all, you know what I mean? It, it, mm. My eyes done seen enough to write about bullshit. I choose not to because my personality ain't. Mm. I mean, I can talk about shit like it's, it's been. I hope I get fun, but me and my boy, I ain't gonna mention his name. But he's Muslim now, but my boy Ski, did, 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 I ain't gonna say his name because y'all know exactly who I'm talking about. We were at the check casting place. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Long time ago, and that was the worst shit that I, I felt like shit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, this mm. ain't true. You know what I'm saying? And all this different shit that could have could have um been my life if I wanted it to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, only time I'm strapped is when I'm going to get my hair braided in Hyde Park and Inglewood and all that. It's, 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 it's ways to conduct yourself and there's ways to not. That's why, like, when SoFighters introduced it, what he's doing and shit, he said, I can listen to these niggas or I can listen to these niggas like Taz. See, I separated. I felt pride in that that he realized I'm not trying to be no street nigga because it's a world that Spain. If you go to Madrid, Spain, Barcelona, places like that, mm-hmm. where they 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 killing out of out of out of super poverty and shit, and it ain't about no Christian bloods and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You see what Brazil is doing right now. You see how they they, they went up in the government and all that shit. Yeah, I've always been on a on a not a Black Panther mentality, but I always wanted people to see that the strength in numbers, the strength in, in, mm. in, in, in unity, the strength in, in loyalty, mm. the strength in, you know, no, not selling out to the, to the you know, the um, higher powers, the powers that be, whatever. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I've always lived my life because that's how I was taught and I was raised up like that. They ain't saying I ain't never been through shit. They ain't saying I right. never, you know, been in squads and shit like that and blah, blah, blah and everything. I just take a peaceful route yeah, because I know my life is happier not looking over my shoulder, not getting the bulletproof kit to come with my car and not having mm-hmm. to have SoFi and 12 niggas with me every time I go to eat. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, let me bring this up. This is totally what I'm talking about right here. Am I tripping SoFi or am I lying? Am I, am I tripping? Did you not tell me that you think you got one of the last PMB interviews before wow. a dude got, went up in Roscoe's and got... Not I think. I absolutely know I did. Yes, I remember that. See, that's what I'm saying. He had just interviewed Peter, Peter M. PNB Rock. PNB Rock. And then he was telling me dude was cool and all this shit. He go up in the wrong Roscoe's and look what happened. That ain't no way for black people to live, my nigga. That's not a that's not normal. You know what I'm saying? We were we weren't born racist. We weren't born evil. We weren't born, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That'd be circumstances, that'd be what you see and learn, you know what I mean? And we keep teaching, you know, just like the nigga that went to jail for that, went to jail with his pops. You know what I'm saying? If I'm right. not mistaken, that's a low life nigga, man. Like, yeah. If you would this do that. the culture that these kids got to survive right now, Rico. Exactly. That's why, I, but it takes niggas like me and you to show yeah. them there's another way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I ain't even saying I'm rich. I ain't saying I'm famous. I ain't saying I'm that. But I'm telling you, my life as it is, is way better than a lot of these rappers looking over their shoulders, looking on their ring cams. Like, who's that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somebody ring the door, but they grab the straps. Who's it? You know what I mean? Nobody want to live like that, man. Unless yeah. you do. Man. I know niggas that do want to live like that. Mm. You know what I mean? And I, I get I trip off shit, man. Like I trip off of that. You know, all, all the um, just people like you know, just different aspects of the game, man. 
if you ain't getting no money like BMF and shit like that, what you doing, man? <laughs> you know what right. like, you gonna right. live like that? You gotta live for a reason, nigga. Right. I think that's another thing too, though. Like if we gonna bring it like that too, bro. Like, I think subconsciously a lot of people don't look at another lesson that y'all taught, and and I don't know if it was butter or if it was reds, but one of y'all hit it right on the head earlier when y'all were talking about like how long the licks have been together without really hearing no bullshit smut without hearing yeah, no bro right. it's, it's it's a camaraderie that's there that's that it's it's a cloth that they don't even make no more right mm. so when, when you when you come around it's, it's just like this we don't got to talk to each other every day to know that it, we right here to know it's mm. we don't got to be in the same room every day to know that we right here mm. me me and me and, you know b1c we just met but over these uh, right here i think but i know we had to be around each other for so much city's just saying right now i've been around for all that sex in the studio and all that i don't have all that you know what i'm saying but mm. it's like even us right here there's there's when the liquid crew brought us all right here on this one little podcast yes, yes. and it's because of that because they've been solid from day one mm. we wouldn't be even sitting here this long if it was some niggas that was just bullshit with each other backbiting and because the music will reflect that the the mm. essence of what they stand these niggas stand for really part of that essence of hip-hop that's that's why when they went on drink champs and shit you know I don't know if y'all seen that either. Did y'all watch that? The drink channel? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Legendary. Yes. That's so big. Yeah, legendary. That's so big because when we have platforms like this, it's not really for these young dudes. The 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 finesse two times and and and, and the this nigga and that y'all Dom L Dom, Dom Kennedy's and y'all is already on. Y'all got y'all got y'all got it now. Y'all got right. the y'all got the tv y'all got the shit if y'all choose to use it but how y'all got there the shit y'all sampling off of the the, the flows y'all using and shit like that that's what these podcasts and shit for 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 these young motherfuckers to know where this shit come from because it's a lot of niggas right now if you play a make room or 21 and over or something they don't even know what the fuck you talking about like right. how though when that when your single right now you pushing you got like four samples off this song in there and not only that, music history not getting passed down. When we was that kids, we knew about Motown. That part. We knew yeah, about that's... Isaac Hayes. That part. And then in the 80s, we you know, we knew about 70s and 60s music. In the 90s, these 90 kids don't even know about 80s music. That part. If the parents stop giving a fuck, they they gave see, see, this was the thing, right? And and it's fucked up for me to say this, but it's real. Like, like it's a lot of real niggas that went to jail, right? A lot of niggas, real niggas that died, right? So when you got so many real motherfuckers that's dying and going to jail, even if it's for, you know, I don't know, one of y'all could have been one of the niggas that went to jail. You got kids, if you go to jail for four years, your kid is a teenager. And in them right. four years, they've been they've been polluted with the bullshit that you as a father could not protect them from. Right. Four years worth of music, visuals, the street, um, bullshit, people that their mamas are probably bringing around and people because the father's not there to really do that protection the way you need to be protected. So it's like what they turn to the music because the music is a reflection of what's going on in the street. So if you got a bunch of niggas riding around talking about popping pills and fuck this and pop this and fuck this. okay, so now you got Chris Brown is is the oldies. Uh you know what I'm saying? You got these niggas that's talking about BBLs and, and stupid shit, it's gonna be their oldies right i remember when 
when black women, I couldn't even remember. Bro, do y'all remember when every woman was wearing like oversized clothes, 3X, 4X pants, wearing a natural, what was a weave? Yeah. Right. Now it's just a, a direct opposite. Yeah. Aaliyah was so sexy, bro. Uh, Big clothes. Uh, uh, <laughs> so sexy. Mary J yeah. was so sexy in the, with the book. Like, what the fuck? Detroit, mm -hmm. the stretch pants. Capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> All these hoes wear stretch pants. They sit on the corner. Ten dollars under a tent. Three, three for twenty. And love is the second. Crazy. <laughs> hey, you talk about the energy, man. Uh, Los, man, you you being a son of, of death row, uh, your father works closely with Suge Knight like that. Mm -hmm. You know, he always had a cool persona with him, man. Hi. And he passed it on to you, man. How, what's your uh, your take on that? Him talking about energy in the game, just you talking about pops. Just you and you know how cool y'all are. Y'all like the oh laid you know, back man. Both of y'all like the same demeanor. Just analyzers, man, and being analytical. You know what I'm saying? That my dad, I I kind of take after him from the, you know with that that aspect. Just being in the studio, just watching when he was. Uh, Playing with Parliament Funkadelic back in the day. Just wait a minute, so, who's your so, dad? <laughs> yeah. my, my dad is uh Carl Butch Small. He played percussion for uh like Parliament Funkadelic, the dramatics. I know uh, when I said the influence, you know, I know like y'all got the West Coast sound, so y'all know about Cutie Pie. Uh remember yeah. Cutie Pie? Uh yes. BSOP where they sampled that. That's that's yeah. my dad that made the noise on, on all of that. Cutie Pie, one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah. Do it again. What, like what noise did he make in there? <laughs> they got to hear that song with Cutie Pie. How'd it go? It went bling. Where'd it go? The bro, got <laughs> it. Bro, got it. Oh, he got one. Yeah. Oh, 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 he did all of that stuff on Death Row too. He did on Death Row, and then Absolutely. like the West Coast sound, y'all sound that y'all had out there, like the hand claps. That's my daddy. The yeah. uh, the more bounce to the ounce hand yeah. claps that everybody was sampling. My dad made those hand claps with two two by fours. Yeah, and that's that's the sample that they were sampling, like on the Humpty Dance. You know what I'm saying, y'all? I've done it many. I've met you. Money B and all of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's dope to know, though, man. That's wild. Yeah, that's the sample. He legendary in that sense, and you know, I'll be trying to follow in his footsteps. You know what I'm saying? And with the DJing and production stuff, you know, I've been been the whole Death Row era. Um. I think I had I only had one song that came out that I produced on Death Row, uh, and that was on the Above the Rim soundtrack. And uh, it was uh, a guy named Lord G. He was a rapper from here, from from the D. And uh, I made the I beat. I remember Lord G. Wait a minute, Lord G. Yeah, oh, no. I gotta get my motherfucking money right. Yeah. So it, I remember that name, Lord G. Yeah, it, 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 it was like right two songs huh? before Pain. It was like two songs before Pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, right before Pain. God. Right before pain, you know. What I'm I know you still getting them, them, them royalty checks. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. You, know? <laughs> you get yeah. BMI checks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know you got my little money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, I don't know if I answered your question, brother, but you know, I always got some gems to throw out there about my pops. You know? I mean, you know, you ain't never took that whole banging element. You know how these these yeah. Nickelodeon kids they they banging harder than 
a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, that ain't never been. You know, it's always been the art form for me. You know, it's and my dad. You know what I'm saying? Right. Should respected my dad because he was an OG. You know, mm -hmm. all of them out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. With the whole Death Row squad out there, they all love my dad. You know, corrupt, mm -hmm. Gotti. You know what I'm saying? Great. I just talked to him last night. All of them. You know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. know, with me and Rascas was kicking it the other day, Tash. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been working with Rascas a whole lot lately. That's my homie right there. And um, he, my daddy played on Rat Assassination. You know what I'm saying? He played on oh, all his albums. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, oh, wow. snap. I ain't know that. I, ain't, I remember your dad, you know? So, yeah, yeah, we 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 uh we all connected. We all connected, man. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. Man. Yeah, man, we appreciate it, man. Up. Yeah, that was big. I right. that was. We thank like, y'all, man, for real, for y'all time. For real, man. appreciate y'all. Yeah. That was real. Hey, um, uh, so fine at V1C. Can we get y'all um Instagram or where people can contact y'all at? Yes, sir. Mine is uh, so fine. You want to go first? Yeah, uh, that's true. West Coast, same way y'all see it right there, y'all. S O P H Y N E, West Coast. All right. Mine is uh, V1C Studios all together. All right. In Instagram. And then uh, I got a project coming out with Razkaz, Tash. Oh, dope, dope. Planet Asia. And, uh, and myself, I produce all the beats. And that's it, right? That's what's coming right now. And uh, we already got a video out on YouTube. It's called There Is No Opponent. Um, so that's what I'm doing right now. And I'm trying to link up with So Fine and get in one of the movies or something, too. And anything else I can get. You're going to hear a lot of that. Yeah, you're going to hear a lot of that. <laughs> Are we going to line up, bro? Um, I'm already on you. I'm going to hit you on your uh, DM as soon as we get off of this. Um, DJ Los, I'm on YouTube, bro. So bro. DJ uh, Lose, I'm gonna send you my. I'm gonna send you the video because you know, like I said, Razkaz, he won people too that really helped me get to get the bars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yes, sir. Thank hey, you. Shout out Mr. Tan too, y'all. I want to shout out Mr. Tan, the Pack Gang. I'm part of the Pack Gang. I know y'all see that big P right there. Man. Shout out Tan, I'm a hype man. If y'all watch that the video that I put up on the IG the other day, the dark skin dude, Mr. Tan, you know him from Baby Boys. That's a hard. Absolutely, absolutely, Mr. Tan. Yes, Mr. Tan was in the Baby Boy movie. Uh, tell the baby, uh, get off the phone so I can drop it in your drawers. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and on the soundtrack with, with Snoop. Yeah, a lot of people don't know he, he actually put that together. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. S class out to S class. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, hey, shout out to Nero too. Hey, so far I got an uh, untapped talent, boy. He got an untapped superstar. Shout out to Nero. Oh, oh my God! Shout out to Nero, man. De Niro first, um, man. If if y'all y'all want to hear some, my little nephew, man, put De Niro first, man. Um, y'all can check him out on on Instagram. It's put De Niro first. P U T De Niro first, man. He's a monster. That little dude. Okay. Is a monster. So, yes, sir. Man, thanks, check thank out Junior Boy's new single. It's gonna be uh released at the end of February, I believe. But he has a song with Maybe Oblige that's coming down the pipe. I just dropped yeah, some shit. 
We got to get that, that Smokeaholics in Detroit, man. I, we got a zillion dispensaries out there. I today. forgot it was like, we got. I'm going to fuck with Royce. I'm going to call Royce. Word. And I'm going to say, when you want me to come and everything, because you want me to come out there the next you know, couple weeks and shit, I'm going to bring something with me, and we're going to mix and match. I want to... Yes. Yeah. I don't know what that Detroit weed look like, but they got, I know they got Detroit pizza down here. I don't know I'm going They got a mob with, with an M16 or some shit on the, wow. on the logo. You ever see that so far? Mob yeah. oh, I'm like, nigga. For oh, real, oh. LA? Wow. Well, Las but, I mean, Las Vegas, huh? Yeah, yeah. Vegas. Wow. Hey, but I'm going to tap in with y'all too, though, bro. When I'm out there, I'm telling them to come out there and fuck with these movies with my little dude. They doing that movie with a... With a uh, uh, T Grizzly and they, bro, they they're 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 tearing to be down right now with the with the content, bro. And yeah. All this shit, and they want to. That's what I'm gonna come when he come. That's what I'm gonna come. So be two LA niggas out there. Man. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> that go, that go. <laughs> we on you. Yeah, that's what's up. It's what's so funny, man. T Grizzly is I'm like married into my family now, man. That's it's small no. world. Man. Yeah, that's yeah. big. Yeah. Well, shit, we come down. You know what I'm saying? We pull up, bro. We gonna chop it up and, and make I it. I said, you no, we're say, not saying that no more, up. man. No more pull up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, 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 I apologize. It had to be for the I tried. I tried earlier to stop that. Thank you, man. We got everything now. You gotta say me once he was over here like no. The whole day was lit. You pulled off in the forest. You're sipping on some lean with your pole. We know this. Yes, nigga. We know that shit. Oh, man. We should have called Corrupt Ass and put him on the Zoom call. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, young Gotti. Hey, but look, I got to go. All right, man. Oh, we gotta go God, I didn't mean to say that fucked up. I, we we got to go outside. outside. <laughs> yeah, we got to go. I took a break from something. Yeah, we, got, we outside. <laughs> hey, please, we want to meet y'all in a little bit, man. I got to be out. Y'all keep talking, though. Y'all keep talking. Okay. Hey, Rico, hit me, though. Right. I got to get some shoes. I want to go to the Lee Victoria store. On top. All right. Same as All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all, man. All right. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. This was like going down a nostalgia trip through time and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, appreciate the love, man. You well, know, salute, to D2LA. Sir. Yeah. To Ohio yeah. and back. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Today go to the bank. Yeah, All, right. All right. I was about to spit some board. Never mind. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>